What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's always Yeti to party, the one and only <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? I saw you looking up some graphic tees. I saw you on Urban Outfitters. Like, where did Brandon find that Yeti to party oh, t-shirt? It doesn't even make sense. Yeti to party. It doesn't make any sense. Any sense. <laughs> was the Yeti even partying? I think he was just Yetiing. I think he maybe he was, but Yeti to party doesn't make any sense. Well, it's ready to party. It's supposed to be like Oh, ready you see, like, I didn't even go there. But I didn't see the Yeti with like Edward 40 hands or a birthday hat or, I mean, I didn't pay that much attention to the shirt but you that see, yeti like, did would, not look ready to party i didn't even pick up on the yeti supposed to be ready yeah <laughs> it's uh, a dumb shirt it's a brandon. dumb dumb shirt brandon. brandon brandon got a gift card to urban outfitters and he was like yeti <laughs> to party that looks cool listen i, I like urban outfitters you do too yeah i mean that style of shirt was cool 15 years ago yeah i mean what is it called? Novel? Novelty tees? Yeah. <laughs> it's a novelty tee. Manatees and novelty tees. Surprising. What's not surprising is how much our newest sponsor, Geico, <laughs> could help you save on car insurance. Man, this would be so great if Geico actually uh, did sponsor us. But see how we could work that in, Geico? If you want, we can make it happen. Please we are contact here. us. Please. Anyways, speaking of parties... This is kind of our one-year anniversary party. I know. Look okay. at us. Okay. Look at us making it so one year. So we had our live last night, mm -hmm. and I was kind of waiting for you to bring it up, but you didn't. Yeah. I did not bring it up on the live, mainly because it's the one-year anniversary of the podcast, not necessarily the one-year anniversary of the live. So I figured let's wait to tout it okay. on, the, on the podcast. So here we are. One year in. Woohoo! <sighs> yeah, let's cheer. Let's cheer. Cheers. Okay. We, cheers. Let's to, to one year. And I guess that's impressive. We made it through quarantine. I think this podcast helped us make it through quarantine. I think quarantine allowed us to make this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So now we're out on the other side. We're deep into this thing and we love it. And we hope you guys love it. So yeah. Happy anniversary to you guys listening. I know some of you guys have been here since day one. Yeah. And thank you for all the support and all the love. And you definitely have helped us grow mm -hmm. and you keep, I hope you'll keep helping us grow yeah. as we go because this wasn't just a quarantine project. No. As I might, honestly, I'll be right. I'll, I'll be very honest. Are you ready? I when we started, I, I thought say. we're going to give up after like a month or two. I just <laughs> thought we're going to give it a shot. I never thought that anyone would want to listen to my voice. I know. Well, I just, I do. But I one year later, it. here we are. Yeah. yeah. So I thought it was more of a, let's give it a shot. It's a great idea. But here we are. Here one we year, are. One year later. It's it's a big deal. We'll try to make this uh, an extra special podcast extra for you special. guys. Um, and one way you can make it extra special for us and help us celebrate this one year is by following us on social media at 90 Day Crazy in Love. That's Classic ask, but guys, it really 
all your support help us grow. Absolutely. You've been helping us all year. Why all stop year. now? And as John said, guys, follow us on social media, Instagram mainly. Yep. If you feel like Facebook, follow us on Facebook. I may have thrown up a meme on Facebook yeah. earlier. We're not as active on Facebook because... Because there's a lot of sexual predators on Facebook. It's just a safer place on Instagram. Yeah, we prefer Instagram and we (laughs) love when you guys message us. Loved, 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 loved all the dog pics. Oh, yeah. I know it has nothing to do with 90 and it might sound weird why we said, oh, send us your dog pic. And when I said it, it was a random thing, but I Mm -hmm. loved it. Yeah. I sometimes say random things, but the outcome is usually amazing. So thank you, guys. I like to think this community is based... In 90 Day Fiance, but then that's just the start. That's just what gets everyone to the party is yeah. the 90 day. And then from there, show us your dog. Yeah. Share a recipe. Now that we're all at the party, let's just have some fun, you know? But of course, 90 Day is the main thing. Who knows what happens, you know, after hours. Very true. So that's on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Another awesome thing you could do would be to subscribe to the podcast. It's very easy. All you have to do is smash the subscribe button. Guys, smash it like it's super duper hot. Smash it like it's hot. It's almost probably almost a year anniversary of that saying. Smash it like it's hot. That started early on. (laughs) And, And lastly, probably the best anniversary gift you could give us would be a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars preferably, but whatever you think we deserve. I think we've gotten better at this over the months and if you think we deserve five hit us with five four hit us with four whatever you think we deserve i think that would be a great way to help us celebrate the anniversary totally and if you don't have anything to say anything to write you could just write happy anniversary i was just gonna say that we'll say it happy anniversary happy anniversary to you thank you or as we always say you want to receive a pet in a box oh yeah (laughs) never it never gets old no so speaking of that, we got an Ooh. amazing review. This one, and I want to check your phone because mm, I'm a little suspicious. You this, think I did it? Well, this one comes from Teresa1128. So I thought, okay, well, maybe I subbed the Z for an S. I think no it's someone who was born on uh, November 28th, mm-hmm. maybe. It's a Thanksgiving, who's, who's Thanksgiving baby. Teresa. Someone named, My name is Teresa. I know, but I'm saying I thought oh. maybe you just subbed the Z for an S and you're like, nobody will know. <laughs> oh, that would be so sneaky of so, me. So, so here's, sneaky. Just, here's the review. Just from, adding an S to my name. Here's the review okay. from Teresa. Beautiful fall baby born November the 28th. We are thinking that's yeah. That's what it is. Five stars. Oh. Titled Love You Too. Not love you too, like love you also. Love you too, the both of us. Oh. Finally, some love for this guy over we here. We love you too, Took about Teresa. a year. <laughs> Took about a year. <laughs> but some love for the both of us, not just you. She writes, okay, well, first of all, she hits us with emojis. She hits us Ooh, with- Ooh, tell me. The box. And then I think it's the monkey- but she writes, love the podcast and lemurs. Oh, lemurs are monkeys. See that, guys? The Learning Channel. This is the Learning Channel. The Learning podcast. Channel. So, yeah, so, lemurs are monkeys that I actually like. Okay, it's well, funny. You're not helping your case proving you're not Teresa1128. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, okay, okay. So a box, a monkey, uh, I guess a lemur. She writes, I love the podcast and lemurs. My husband won't let me get a lemur. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
Teresa. <laughs> Teresa, I feel you. My right? husband won't let me get a seal. Exactly. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> Teresa, if that is your real name. She writes, so would love if someone would send me one. Oh, my gosh. Right? Is this not a woman after your own heart? I think maybe I did write it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> maybe you drank too much one night. You all of a sudden became fascinated with lemurs instead of seals. And I don't know. Look yeah. where we are now. But I feel like Teresa is my soul person. I was going to say spirit animal. Yes. But that would get confusing because then it's lemurs and seals. And yeah. It's too many animals. It's a soul person. It's your soul person. Mm-hmm. It's your soul mate. No, you are my soul okay. mate. She's my soul She's person. She's your soul person. Okay. Either way, no matter what you are, Teresa, we love you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that review. And I hope one day you get a lemur if that's legal in the state you reside in. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. one day I'll get a seal. Probably not. But you, you never know. You, you never know. Never you say never. Do you know that you can get a seal? It's just very expensive to maintain. You can legally have a seal mm-hmm. on private property. You can e- legally have a seal. Hmm. Interesting. We'll look into that. It's very expensive. We'll look into that. We better make some hardcore cash. Not going to lie, guys. When we <laughs> moved into a two-bed, two-bath, not to flex or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> when we moved into our two-bed, two-bath apartment in Florida... Teresa did say, well, now we can get a seal and it can live in the second bathroom. So yeah. She's really been thinking about this idea. I sure have. Okay. I just love the idea that now more and more people are coming to the podcast. They're reading the reviews and they're just seeing boxes and animals. And they're probably just like, <laughs> what is going on with this podcast? I just love it. <laughs> Don't you this, love it? What is this podcast about? I thought this was a 90 day podcast. And it is. But it gets personal, and I love it. I love it, too. Love it. I love it, too. It's not just 90 Day. Obviously, we love 90 Day. We are here for 90 Day. But we love shipping pets, too. Yes. We love pets in the mail. Totally. Okay. Totally. So, again, thank you. Teresa, awesome, awesome review. If you guys want to leave a review, again, if you don't want to send us a pet in a box, you can just say happy anniversary because... That's a beautiful thing to say on someone's anniversary. It's probably the most appropriate thing to say on someone's anniversary. Probably. What else would you want to say? That's it. Happy anniversary. Sometimes on people's birthday, like I could see Ron or Betty being the type of person that it's your birthday and you're like, happy anniversary because it's your 70th anniversary of your birthday. It's like, all right, Betty, your jokes are dumb. Your son's shirt is dumb. (laughs) Hope you kept the receipt. Bring it back to Urban Outfitters. It, this shit doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But nothing about that family does. All right. Enough with the housekeeping. Enough. It's our anniversary. And I'm going to stop saying it's our anniversary, but we should not be doing housekeeping on our anniversary. We should have a it's our anniversary balloon. Mm. We do love balloons. And if you watched the Sunday Night Live last night, you would have seen our balloon in all its glory. We got a welcome back balloon. And it's funny because if you guys remember, there was a joke about it. Well, we, it wasn't a joke. We just, Kalani got one for Kalini. And we were like, why does a welcome back balloon (laughs) even exist? I understand welcome home. But welcome back seems very cold. Well, you just, John just couldn't figure out yeah, what like, would you use a I, welcome back balloon and for? And you were like, oh, well, when you, come, when you come home from college for the summer. And I was like, if my mom had a welcome back balloon, 
You would still love it. No, welcome back balloons are followed by like womp womp. Like you couldn't get your own place. Welcome back. <laughs> but then we have some very astute and very intelligent listeners mm-hmm. who clarified. Yes, but also to your point, right? Yeah. When you are traveling for work, I wanted to get you a welcome back balloon as mm-hmm. a joke when you returned, right? Mm-hmm. I went to two stores. No welcome back balloons. Yeah. And then you went to Amazon. There was yeah. only one kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. welcome back balloons. So back to your point to why do they even exist? They don't really exist. <laughs> it's, very, it's a very specific balloon. And very I love, specific I love balloon. specific balloons. So specific. <laughs> you know, they're not out there trying to make the most money. They're just trying to make them like the most perfect balloon for that situation. They're just trying to make a point. They're just making a point. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Enough about that though. Are you ready to do a little 90-day by the way? Mm-hmm. A little 90-day by the way? Okay. Number one. And I'm not trying to make you jealous with this, by the way. Okay. But a few days ago, Chucky Dollar Signs was caught sliding into the DMs of another 90-dayer. What? Mm-hmm. Emily of Emily and Sasha. Oh. Okay. Chuck D, Chuck Dollar Signs, Chuck of Andre and Libby, he was messaging her on Facebook a couple days back, and he messaged her, how do we have 280 friends in common? And Emily wrote back, hi, I think it's because we both appeared on 90 Day Fiance. I'm the one who married the man from Russia. Oh, burn. (laughs) And I I love how she immediately mentioned her husband. Oh, gee. Are you are you upset that Chuck would slide into another Two, girl's DMs? Well, I'm fine with it. I married you. But how do they have 280 friends in common? I, a lot of people, I guess, friend. Friend your favorite 90-dayer on Facebook. I've gone to their Facebook pages. I just never friended them because I don't want them to know me. Yeah. I'm trying to stay a little incognito. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not... All my Facebook friends I know or personally. I've met... Yes, I know yeah. personally. Yeah. And I... Once went through the phase of, oh, like when I was like, yeah, when I started with Facebook, when I was like 19, mm-hmm. that I did accept it. Uh, I did accept friends requests from people I didn't know. Sure. But that's all. Sure. That's gone. That's, people would not stop poking you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Remember that doesn't back even in the exi- day? That doesn't exist anymore, does eh, it? It's probably got canceled. Poking probably got canceled. So dumb. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So 2008. Oh, oh, my gosh. This guy poked me. Did Kevin just poke me? Guys, Kevin. Oh, That's Kevin also very sexual. Kevin's poking everybody. Yeah, it's right? it sounds sexual now. It sure, mm-hmm. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, I'm not that surprised that they have friends in common. The most surprising thing is that Emily has 280 friends. She doesn't seem like someone who would have the most friends. And maybe I'm just showing how much of a loser I am that I think 280 friends is a lot. How but many friends do you have? About that, <laughs> <laughs> I would say. I have... More, but I know you do because you're a girl. No, you're a pretty girl, and pretty girls have all the friends. No, because I live, I have lived in two countries. That's true. So I have my Czech friends, and then I have all the friends I met in America, all my opera friends, my international friends. You have friends. your Czech friends, but you don't have your Chuck friends. That's very true. Friend me, Chuck, if you want to say. Hey, here's the most incriminating <laughs> part about the whole thing the message is time stamped like 2 a.m. Oh, Chuck definitely. Come on, Chuck. He went hard <laughs> on the bottle. Come on, Chuck. 
<laughs> we see you. 2 a.m. sending drunk text. So wait, in. so Emily must have shared it. She did. I think she, yeah, oh, I think she did. Oh, look at that whole bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a terrible pickup line from the old Chuck book. Like, hey, why do we have so many friends in common? But like a quick search would give you the answer. You don't need to slide in at 2 a.m. to find out. True, but he's also single and ready oh, yeah. to mingle. Good for him. It's you not like, you, oh, Chuck. Chuck is married and he's you. a drunk creep. No, but I'm just saying you could also search and find that Emily is married with children. If it's 2 a.m. and you're drunk, yeah. I don't yeah. think you're going to do that. Okay. Let's do by the way number two. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, another, another father figure in the 90 day world. Listen, it's a slow news week. That's all I'm going to say is it's a <laughs> slow news week. So I started to do some digging. I was trying to find out some more information, particularly about Ron and Betty. Okay. And I stumbled, I stumbled across this news article from like 10 years ago. And it's an article. It's a story about a guy who was shot and killed by the police in his home in Dinwiddie. Virginia, that's obviously Ron's okay. hometown, okay? His name was James Hicks. That's the man who was shot and killed by police. He was Ron and Betty's next-door neighbor. What? Mm-hmm. So apparently, this Hicks guy, he was in a motorcycle gang known as the Pagans. Okay. And that's why I think the police showed up at like six in the morning. They had a warrant to search his house. Things didn't go well. For like what, drugs? I'm just guessing. Well, he's a member of the Pagans. So then I researched the Pagans, this biker club. Okay. It's not your grandpa's motorcycle club. Okay. According to Wikipedia, the Pagans are known for smuggling drugs like meth, marijuana, cocaine, heroin, and PCP. What's PCP? Prescription? No, it's just, it's a it's a hard it's a oh. hardcore drug. Oh, I'm glad geez. you don't know. You didn't ask what cocaine was, Teresa. You were in like what's ter- what's cocaine? Uh, let's move on, John. <laughs> so they also have had strong ties to organized crime, as well as known to engage in assault, arson, extortion, car theft, and Jeez. weapons. Okay, this is the pagans. This is Ron's neighbor who was shot and killed by the police. Okay, so how did I get here by searching Ron's name? Yeah, I well, didn't know like, this is a deadline podcast. He's, he's like the key character witness in this article. What? Yeah, so Ron, <laughs> gets, Ron gets interviewed in this article and he describes Hicks, this man in the, in the pig mm-hmm. in my game. Here's how he describes him. Super great guy. Super great guy. <laughs> Said he didn't know why police would want to search the house, aside from a party or two. Gibbs said he hasn't seen anything unusual at the home, and they've lived next to each other for seven or eight years. Then he goes on to say, we've had dinner over at Jim's house from time to time. He comes over here, too. He likes to hunt frogs and make frog legs. And he helped me cut down a tree. (laughs) Just a super (laughs) nice fellow. Just a super nice fellow. Then... Ron, feeling chatty, recalled an incident the past summer in which Hicks removed a menacing snake from Gibbs's wife's flower garden. Shout out to Betty's flower garden. <laughs> Ron goes, I didn't have a shotgun, so my wife called Jim. He came over and took care of the problem and took the snake away. 
And what then, a nice guy. What a nice guy. They sound like good friends. They've been over each other's house for dinner. He comes over, cuts down trees, removes snakes, right? Then Ron is quoted saying, I don't know what he did for a living. I just know every morning he'd get on his motorcycle and ride to work. <sighs> so, but hence, he was probably in a gang. Long story short, I'm done making fun of Ron because I feel like he has connections. Oh, yeah. I can see that. This guy was in a motorcycle gang, as I said, that is known for smuggling drugs and tied to organized crime and weapons trafficking. And Ron's like, I don't know what he did for work, but it seemed like a really nice guy got on his motorcycle every day and rode off. Listen, you don't know. You don't know who you're your neighbors. You do not know your neighbors. And it's almost better that way. I think so, too. It's almost better that way. And check. We all know our neighbors. It gets to the point that I lived in an apartment complex growing up. Okay. And in the same, like you had like different entrances. So each entrance had five floors, three apartments on each floor, right? Mm-hmm. We all knew each other. We all knew each other's business. And the best yeah. part was that if you were standing in the bathroom and anyone was fighting in the bathroom, you could hear everything. Mm. So sometimes me and my dad listened to the neighbors downstairs fighting. It was my dad's <laughs> friend, yeah. but she was cheating on him Ooh, all the time. Cheating on your dad's friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the time. And yeah, my dad and I we used to just like hang out in the bathroom, just listen to them fighting. You got to love small town Europe, right? Who yeah. needs TV in small town Europe? You oh, got you, your, you you got your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my point is that we always knew who lived around us. Yeah. Everyone. Not, not anymore. Not Everyone's anymore. Everyone's a little more isolated. A little more isolated. So that's by the way. That was a pretty good by the that way. That was Maybe wild it's, it's, by know, the way. 10, 11 years ago, but... Come on, Ron, Ron, breaking breaking bread with members of crazy motorcycle gangs. (laughs) I mean, yeah, let's let's watch out for Ron. Let's watch out for ourselves, too, after that, by the way. If we go missing, if this podcast doesn't air next week, you guys know what's a look to the pagans. Oh, Jesus. Not good. Not good. Not good. Okay. Should we talk about the reason we are here? We're not here to talk about Ron's troubled past. (laughs) <laughs> We're here to talk about Ron's troubled present. Oh, yeah. And future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about it. The reason we are here, Sunday night, 90-day fiancé, happily ever after. Question mark. Wow. Wow. This was a pretty good episode. This yeah. was a pretty good episode. It had its moments. I was happy to watch it. It flew by. I do agree. First, when I kind of reflected back at it, during our live, I was like, eh, like it wasn't that good. And then yeah. all the cool moments popped. I was like, wait a minute. It was better. It was better. Guys, it was better. In case you don't watch our lives, and I don't know why you wouldn't, but we always start out and we rate the episode on a scale of zero to five. I mean, one to five, but let's be honest, there could be a point five, I guess. So from zero to five. And Teresa, I think, dropped a 2.5 on it. Yeah. And then we started talking and, and you course corrected and you said it's a three. Yeah. It was a three. Yeah. So 
That's what you're missing out on if you're not watching our lives. Come on over there and share your rating. I think I was 3, 3.5 out of the gate. I think you were. Okay. So it you was see? wild. It was wild range from 0.5 to yeah. 4.5. Yeah. So. so it was all over the place. Something for everyone or or not. I think usually we all kind of agree. This was definitely the episode where some people loved it, said best of the season, and some people hated it. True. So let's talk about it. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's start with Libby and Andre. 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 Libby and Andre. Andre is clearly just trying to drive traffic to his OnlyFans <laughs> because he's out in the literally, backyard swinging literally. kettlebells. And he has the cool music playing. Kettlebells, 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 kettlebells. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're going to pull a muscle. Take it easy. I don't I've I've been known to throw around a kettlebell or two, and I don't know that you were doing it with the best form. That's all I'm going to say. Take I mean, care of yourself. He's not in uh, bad shape, but... No, he's in good shape. He's in he, good shape, but he's they're... He's in, a, like, an okay shape. He needs to keep going, a, but... He's in above-average shape. I'm just saying I don't think his form was perfect, and I'm worried about him. I'm worried. I don't want him to pull a muscle. How you should gonna, see me working out. Well, I guess now he's working in the <laughs> office. He's oh, that's so true. He, he, I was mm. going to say, how is he going to be able to do the handyman work if he pulls a muscle? He doesn't really need to. He's in the office. Now he's going to be with Chuck. Did you see? You know how we did like uh, America the segment mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago and I was calling, calling mm-hmm. out all those American flags? That playhouse in the background yeah. had an American flag hanging off it. Wow. I just... Such patriots. Yeah, and I'm all for the patriotism. Speaking of America, yeah. do you remember we just saw the American bald eagle last week? When we were on our vacation yeah. in Wyoming? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw a bald eagle. So much pride, hashtag America. I was like singing the American anthem. <laughs> I said he was flying by. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it was very patriotic. <laughs> I just find it a little strange, like... Everything about their house has a flag on it from their playhouse to the front plate on their car to his T-shirts. There's an American flag. And it's like, dude, you're from Moldova. No Moldovan pride. Like that's you. It plays in. And here's why I say it. It plays in to the theory that he's just using Libby to get to America. Like he had American flags hanging on his bedroom wall as a child. And was like, yeah, America. Well, one day I'll be there. Maybe, maybe. You would I mean, never, you would never go for that. If I was like, let's throw up American flags. No. ever. you'd be like, well, I'm Czech, so maybe both flags. Yeah, a little bit of each. No, we have more Czech T-shirts than American T-shirts. Like, with yeah, yeah. The symbols and I have like a couple American flag things that I've gotten for like July 4th parties Mm, I don't think I have anything but yeah it's like show pride from both your countries we have two huge pieces of art oh yeah in our office and one is America like yeah but it's not a flag it's not no I know flags are not cheesy when you use them right as flags yes flags but I feel like when some people over over flag yeah 
third, you know, when you use your flags as like a t-shirt and a towel, and it's like, yeah, hello, we know you live That's in America. Flag. Unless <laughs> it's Fourth of July, hello. Right. right. I'm gonna assume everybody in this country is probably from America or living in America at this point. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has no Moldova. No Moldovan pride. No Moldova. Yeah, it's just weird to me. Moldovan, Moldavian. No one really knows how to say it, actually. Nobody knows how to pronounce that country. I think it's, well, I would pronounce it, and Cher would pronounce it Moldova. He says Moldova. I think you're But when you Google it, it's Moldavia. Yes. And so Czechia and Czech and. Oh, Czechia. Don't even, don't even remind me of this new thing (laughs) that they came up with. I just like how Chucky D says Moldova. I think that's, that's the way you say it. That's the way you say it. I mean, you cannot really judge. It's like people butcher my name on daily basis, even after they ask me how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you cannot judge them. Right. Right. It's so. Just, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not. And I'm not. I'm just questioning. Why so many American flags, Andre? Why so many American flags? We know you ran from your country to Ireland. Why? Why did you run? I'm joining Chuck's I mean, side now. Yeah. Why did you run? That's what Chuck <laughs> wants to know. Yeah. But listen, growing up, we had, there were a few stores in the Czech Republic that were selling cool t-shirts with the American flag. And I had some. Really? Just as a design. Wait, what? You never thought of it. What? There was this brand called New Yorker. It was actually a German brand. You well, don't that's have very those, confusing. <laughs> you don't have those stores in America. It's called New Yorker. Really cool stuff. One of those sub-brands was called Fishbone. That mm. was my favorite. Mm. Just like the logo was a fishbone. Yeah. Pretty like surfer. Yeah. Like and I literally like loved so every. Cow. And it was like a little pricier when I was growing up. But my mom always like for Christmas, like, yeah. oh, we can go there. And then it kind of got cheaper. But anyway, it's like more affordable. But the New Yorker brand, sometimes they were selling all these like, oh, like, T-shirts with the Empire State Building and T-shirts hmm. with the American flag. And it was cool. People, yeah, people do. They kind of idolize America, right? They do, yeah. Oh, they, so there's the thing. People love and hate America. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, I, don't, I mean, it, not in a good way, but many of my friends are, oh, we would love to go visit America. But in the same time, they're like, oh, we would never live there. Right. Yeah. And my parents feel the same way. My I mean, parents love America as a country that they come and visit. They would never live here. Like, They've been here a few times and they're like, no, thank you. Yeah. Well, they don't speak the language. Even, even if they did. Okay. Let's get back to Libby and Andre. Okay. That's, oh, that's, that's what we were talking that's about. What talking. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like he's just all in on America. It's like, all right, man. All right. But th- this is the point I was kind of getting to, right? Yeah. When my dad, last time my parents came, we all met in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. We were walking down the strip. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all these tourist stores with all the Vegas t shirts. And we found this store, like 10 shirts for $15. Mm-hmm. My dad got like, Ten shirts for fifteen dollars, all with American flags. Yeah, really. And he still wears them. Yeah, but he loves it. But that makes sense. He came to America and he wanted souvenirs. No, he wears it on well, daily basis. Deal. Yeah, they, it was they a don't good have deal. deals like that in check. I, my dad is all about the deal. Ten for fifteen. No, yeah, they don't have that for not in check. No. Anyway, Libby and Andre. Libby comes out, brings Andre some water. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you felt about it. I was very uncomfortable. 
when she called Andre daddy. She's like, hey, daddy, you want, you. you want some water? This was the cringe episode because we'll obviously get to Kalani and Asuelu, but this is where the cringe begins. I don't need to hear you calling him daddy. But I know she means this like, oh, he's he's her baby daddy. Oh, does she? Does she? That's Listen. not a pet name that they use in the bedroom. No, the pet name is baby. No. Which is even worse. No, no. She's like, give it to me, daddy. Yeah, pretend I'm that kettlebell. Throw me around. Oh, jeez. Yeah, throw me around, oh, daddy. Come on, daddy. <laughs> she has daddy issues, let's be honest. So the fact that oh, she's, she sure does. Right, so the fact that she's calling him daddy is a I little I think the concerned. whole family has daddy issues. Oh, that's true. Well, daddy is the issue in that family. Oh, no, no. Daddy is the glue and money oh, for- Oh, stop it. You put your panties back on over there. Listen, if Chuck went out of business, they all- Yeah, um, it's well, called a family business. The family well, would go out I of guess, business. I guess Becky and Jen mm-hmm. have some money from the husbands or ex-husbands, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone else would be like, oh. What do we do now? Exactly. Okay. So so now Libby's questioning, like, should we even attend the family reunion? Things are so awkward between us. Do we even get on the RV? Andrew's like, oh, hells yes. Oh, hells yeah. We got to do this trip. I'm a bro with Chuck now. Lip, I need to bro out with Chuck. (laughs) Chuck is my bro, Lip. Stop stop it. Stop it. If you're not going, I'm going. You stay home. Now they're they're both sliding into other girls' DMs probably at 2 in the morning. No, they're probably sliding into each other's DMs. Gee, what kind of show is this? Yeah. Doesn't it just mean that you text someone? Sliding into DM. Yeah. I mean, it's with a sexual connotation. Oh, oh. It's, de- it's definitely a little sexual when you slide in. You better, you better, you better not slide anywhere. I'm not sliding. I'm stuck. I am stuck here forever. Yeah, but with pleasure. I am, I am very happy to be stuck here. So, okay, yeah. Andre wants to bro out. Like, don't blow this for me, Liv. I want to bro out with your dad. It's like if you don't want to go, just don't go. But I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Andre wants Libby to go talk to her sisters and smooth things over so that it's not an awkward RV. Yeah. He's like, if you want to come, just smooth it over. Otherwise, yeah. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm you, going. you stay home, Lib. I already called shotgun. I called shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you heard me. I called it. And it's up to you. You can come or you can not come. It's up to you. So we cut to Libby at Jen's house. All the sisters are going to get together to talk about what happened on the boat. And I do want to say I'm happy they stopped calling it a yacht. They're calling it a boat now because the beginning, like last episode, was like, well, Chuck got a yacht for us well, all to go out Well, isn't a yacht on. anything that has um, that thing that wind blows onto? Oh, sail? Yeah. No, that's a sailboat. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought that anything that has the wind blowing thing is a yacht. No. <laughs> a, yacht, a, a yacht is... A larger, usually a larger boat, I would say yachts. Does it have the wind thingy? No, yachts are not sailboats. Really? Maybe yachts could be sailboats, but yachts are not sailboats. It's like some squares are rectangles. I'm so confused. Me too. I lived, my whole life is a lie. Either way, they were barely on a step up from a pontoon on the last episode. It It wasn't a nice boat. It Come wasn't. On. It wasn't a nice boat, is what you're saying. I would, yeah. I'm saying it you're was. Saying, oh, it was a nice boat. I would go on that boat. It was a. It was, it was a, nice, a boat. It was right. a normal boat. It was a nice boat. It wasn't a Jeff Bezos boat. It wasn't a nice yacht. 
It was a nice boat. Man, I really thought that any time a wind can blow and help the boat, that's a yacht. <laughs> that's a sailboat. That's a sailboat. I know, yes, and I thought... That no, yachts, they have motors. Oh, they do? Yes. What a lie. My what whole life is a lie. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry I could not afford to take you on a yacht. And, oh. I to- and I told you that the sailboat we were on was a yacht. I'm sorry. I you lied took to me you. out on a pontoon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going on a yacht today, Teresa. <laughs> I would probably believe you. Get your yacht rock ready. We're going to party. Man. I'm so, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, anyway. I almost feel like we need to pause the podcast because I'm so <laughs> mind blown. Just a moment for the yacht. That was not. I'm sorry. Let's move on. Let's move on. I learned so much on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> at least somebody does. So they're at Jen's house and in walks the one and only Becky. Are you listening to the podcast or what? I don't think they are. I, I, think, like that's the com- I think that's a common saying. Uh, the one and only Tereza. Uh, the one and only is a common saying. Mike definitely listens to the podcast because he's not coming up with Sour Patch Kids on his own. Very true. I don't think. We hear you, Mike. I don't think Libby and the Loudmouths do. But anyway, Becky walks in, guns blazing. She's like, you still have a problem? You still have a problem? I'm not. I'm smiling. You're not. What's your issue? What's your beef? Where's the beef? It's like, whoa. All right. Calm down, Becky. Calm down. They immediately get back into an argument. And of course, Becky blames Andre. They all look so different, don't you think? In what way? That they are sisters, but they look very different. Well, they went to different plastic surgeons. Oh. You see? I don't think Libby went anywhere. Libby did not. Libby... I feel like Botox, but that's like minor. Man, what are you going to do? Her nose is always red. Is that a side no, no, effect no. I think she cocaine? No, come on. I think she has a sinus You're really defending infection. cocaine on this podcast. Just so you know. Stop it. <laughs> you think she, do you I've think Libby did cocaine? A, I've been sick for the past week. I know what a red nose you think, look like. You, you th- Teresa, you think Libby like, did a bump before this? Uh, before I don't filming? think no, Andre she had a sinus w- infection. I don't think Andre would let her. Uh, all right. All right. You've been to a discotheca in Europe before. Oh, many times. You know many. I know what's up. That's an interesting point, though. Yeah, they all, they all do have different, different faces mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, we've seen their mug shots too, so we kind of know what they really look like. True. Yeah. You got to go, listen, and here's the tip from me to you, and I've never had plastic surgery, but I'll probably do something. I'll probably get Botox in the next five to 10 years. Look and at this guy, guys. I'm pro, I'm pro-tox. Oh, I'm Forget so, Botox, I'm, I'm Botox. definitely getting Botox too. Yeah. But like if you are siblings, go to the same surgeon so you all look the same. Otherwise, it's obvious. Uh, but- that's not the point. I don't think they went there and it's like, oh, I want to look like my sister. No, but you keep some features. Keep some. Well, I the think genes. they've always looked. Old. I feel like Jen and Libby look slightly similar and Becky looks a little different. Also, do we know if mom and dad are mom and dad for all of I them? I think so because it is only, there was always one dads. mom in the mm. picture. No, I know. So but- I, I do think so, yeah. But okay. who knows? I feel like they all look the same, including Charlie, but Becky. I feel mm, like Becky looks slightly true. different. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Becky, she comes in. She's blaming Andre. She's Classic. Saying, he looks so shady. He's acting shady. He's trying to go behind my back and work his way into the family business. 
And then the two of them, Becky and Jen, are just like, Andre isn't a good fit with the family business. He doesn't even like the family. He runs the family business, so he doesn't belong in the family business. And it's like, new drinking game. Take a shot every time someone says family business. I literally was just going to say, do you pick up on the fact that Jen said family business like 15 times? Yeah. Last episode, it was beep. Beep, mm-hmm. beep. This episode is family business, family <laughs> business, family business. We should be playing drinking games, but then... No, I would, I would not know what happened the rest of the we episode. W- we would go and do our live, like, uh, yeah. oh, uh, everyone, uh, everyone doing Thank today? you for being here. Screw the family business, because the family business <laughs> screwed me. Yeah, it, it was a lot of family business talk. A lot, It was yeah. a lot of family, and I think they must know they're I did, gunning for that spin off jen has a nice house but i do not like her chairs mm. what is it plastic, let's get petty let's get petty plastic right now chair it was it's not petty it's just a a sense a of petty. design it's a, it's a sense of design you guys don't share the same design as that no we do fine. but i'm saying like i hope you house, don't share anything with that family her house looks nice yeah i'm just saying i would probably pick different bar chairs and that's you and that's and just that's your me. journey. But also, I, I saw her apples from Publix. I oh. saw her apples from Publix. Green-wise? Or was it? Yeah, yeah we yeah. go to Publix. I saw, your, I saw your affordable organic option. Uh-huh. Yeah. But either, either way, Jen just wants everyone to apologize and move on. And Becky goes, I just can't get Chuck's sad face out of my head. Me neither. Me neither. I know. Stop dreaming of Chuck. (laughs) I'm happy he's got a sad face. Becky's like, I can't get a sad face out of my head. We just need to apologize for him. Let's do it for him. Let's do it for Chuck. Let's apologize and move on. I mean, you have to look at it this way. He is their dad. They're all using him for money. Mm -hmm. Sure. But at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, he's the dad. Yeah. I don't think they see him that way. They see him as a little piggy bank. They see him as the checkbook. Mm-hmm. Daddy is. If if daddy stopped signing those checks, they wouldn't care. I think I told you already and told you guys on this podcast that we have this chick fairy tale about this, this donkey. This chuck fairy tale? The donkey that you say donkey, shake it. Oh, yeah. And, and the donkey like money shakes tree. money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a money donkey. Chuck's the donkey. Mm-hmm. He is a jackass. So that, <laughs> that holds up. Yeah. When I was a kid, I all I ever wanted was the donkey. Okay. And now you I want Chuck. And now you want Chuck. So you have a thing for jackasses. And I don't oh, know what I don't know what that says about me. But let's move on. on. Let's move on to another jackass. Can we move on? Let's move on. The jackass, you mean Trish? Trish. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Mike and Natalie. And Trish. Mikey and mommy. They're in the kitchen. Punkasaurus, she's whipping up that Mommy Dearest special, which is a turkey sandwich made with love. And I said it last night on the live, but I'm going to repeat it for you. Sure. Guys who did not listen, this year on Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving, I'm going to go to your mom Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, John's mom, I'm hiding her name, obviously. Mm -hmm. I don't call her John's mom. Mm Mm-hmm. John's mom, can you make us a turkey sandwich? She's like, make it yourself, hooker. (laughs) (laughs) I would actually love it. I would love it. I would be like, (laughs) like, all right, you hoe I would be like, John's mom, you listen to our pod. You listen to our pod. No, I I don't know why this this opened your eyes to turkey sandwiches. That's like what most people do with their leftovers, But we don't. So, okay, 
The only no, because we're you. savages. We don't have leftovers. We do, but we always. Your mom always takes it all out. No, your and mom. it's on the cut. Well, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving. So your mom right now. No, and it's a good thing. Your mom always takes all the leftovers out and says, "What do you That's guys true. want?" That's true. And we just put everything on the plate. Friday, right? Friday. Friday is Thanksgiving <laughs> round two. Yeah. It's like another buffet. And I love it. I literally love Friday lunch. We wake up. You don't need breakfast on Fridays. No. We just, your mom straight up. It's like, guys, yeah. take the leftovers. But now she I, never offers, she has never offered us yeah. a sandwich. Now you're going to be like, no, make me a sandwich. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> make me a sandwich. Yeah. So uh, Trish is making a sandwich because it's, it's a goodbye meal. Today is the day Mike and Natalie, they're heading back to Squim. So you got to send off your son with a full belly. We know we, we saw Stephanie do it with Ryan, send him off with some snacks. Oh, no, it was Harris. I think it was oh. Harris. Yeah. But you got to send off your man with a full belly. So that's what Trish is doing. Um, then did you see Trish like packing a dozen scarves into a mm-hmm. duffel bag, which is very well, concerning. It's like she, she's dealing scarves. She makes scarves. and That's her new hustle. That's her new hustle. I think she's done with smart coffee. She's making scarves now. And then she goes like, oh, Natalie, come over and pick a scarf. Yeah, pick a scarf, any scarf. And listen, listen, I understand that Trish hasn't been very welcoming to Natalie. She hasn't really under. She hasn't really tried to understand Natalie's needs Mm -hmm. and Natalie's lifestyle, which at the end of the day, you should. She is your son's wife. If she's a vegetarian, try to do something for her. Is there about to be a but at the end of this? Yes, but. Because Trish was a bitch. Oh, she was a total bitch. Trish was a but. No, what's the but? No, 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 there is the but. Natalie is a freaking child. Yes. Natalie doesn't know how to act like a freaking adult. Oh, boy. Right? Uh So. If I was a Natalie, this is what I would do, right? I'm going to act it out. Okay. Let me... Natalie, pick pick a scarf, any scarf. Oh, you know what, Trish? Let me see your scarves. Did you make them yourselves? (laughs) How how do you make it? Uh, Oh, awesome. Well, let me take this black one because I like black. Thank you, Trish. Is this the first episode of 90 Day Fiance you've ever watched? No, no, listen to me. Thank you, Trish, for having us over. It was a great Thanksgiving. And thanks again for everything. And I hope to see you hopefully soon. Goodbye. <laughs> that's Boom. how you do it. That's how, that's you, how you accept this. That's scarf. how you adult. Right. That's how you adult. You just are going to swallow your pride. You're going to take a fucking scarf. I'm Jeez. sorry, guys. Jeez. You're going to take a scarf. And you're going to walk, you're going to thank the host for a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. that the host prepared. And you're going to walk away with grace. That's not what happened. Because you are adult. That's not what but happened. Exactly. Ask me. Ask me. If okay. I okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Natalie, wait a minute. Come and get a scarf. <laughs> no, I don't. I spoke to my mom and she told me not to talk to you anymore. <laughs> well, that's Bye. what happened. Goodbye. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Oh, my gosh. I was like, you know what, Natalie? I get her point. I get it. She's upset. Trish was a biatch this whole time. A hundred percent. Trish was the worst. A hundred percent. Let's be very honest. And I did. I, there was part of me that did feel bad for Natalie yeah. until Natalie lost her shit, basically. And she was playing cool over Thanksgiving dinner. 
She was playing cool. I was like, okay, Natalie, keep it going. One more day. Ron. One more it's day. She had Ron blowing smoke up I her guess. ass. I guess. But this was not the way to go. This was not the way an adult, grown-up person should do. The only thing this leads me to believe is Natalie knows her and Mike are done. Because it's like, I'm not even going to try to be nice to my husband's mom because I know we're done. Like, why even waste No, I just think it's, it's her personality. And she has shown this in the past. So this is nothing new that she just cannot handle herself. No, I know. That's why I'm, I, I don't know why you're surprised she did this. And I'm not didn't sur- act polite. But I'm not surprised. I'm just saying she should have. At she, least of course she should. Grab have. a scarf, say thank you, and walk away. If people acted the way they should act, 90 Day Fiance would not be the number one rated show on cable. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm so happy she did what she did because right. That's what we, that was one of the parts that was actually the main part what made this episode awesome. Yeah. She, she takes off. She goes and she sits in the car. Mike and Trish, they go out and try to talk to her. And Trish is like, I don't get it. Like, why are you, why are you mad, Natalie? Why are you mad, Natalie? Well, I was hoping that Natalie's going to say, Trish, you called me a hooker. Trish, she didn't say it. You called me a hooker? She didn't say it. You tried to interfere with the wedding? That's what she said. You tried to keep me from becoming the Ukrainian Johnny Depp? (laughs) Right? The list goes on. You didn't, you didn't buy a tofurkey for me. That's exactly what she should have said. You're making better points than Natalie. Well, you know what? You, you should know. have been up there. You should well, have been there with her. Should have been defense attorney. Mm-hmm. You should have been defense attorney. No, but I was expecting her to say, just confront her. Right. And the right. fact that she didn't confront her about the hooker yeah. makes me think. It didn't happen. Yeah, that it didn't happen. It didn't. Yeah. Unless it's going to come out on the tell-all. Oh, yeah. Which be I amazing. don't put that past TLC. <laughs> I know you hold on to the goods. I know you hold on to the goods. If that doesn't come out on the tell-all, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Because in this confrontation, Natalie's just like, I talked to my mom and she said, Trish, you're not going to ever accept me into the family. And so I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if you tried, maybe mm-hmm. if you put a little effort, maybe Trish, maybe Trish would. And then it gets really weird for me because Trish is like, well, what exactly did you tell your mom I did? And this is like middle school playground mm-hmm. fights. Oh, you told your mom on me? Like, what did you tell your mom I did? Well, I didn't do it. Why did you tell your mom on me? It was... Uh, oh, this whole thing was just cringy. I'm telling you, we needed Ron. We needed someone to take Natalie's side. It would have been a fair fight. Mm-hmm. Two on two. But Mike should have been kind of more neutral. Just be like, Natalie... And right. he, he was. He was, Natalie, what did my mom do to you? What happened? And Natalie should have said, she called me a hooker. Right. I but get it. But she didn't. I get it. There's... There's got to be this point, and fortunately, it hasn't occurred in our relationship, but there's got to be a point, if it comes down to this, where you go, oh, okay, I have to take my wife's side versus my blood family's side. Like, some people are put in a position where they have to choose blood family or mm. my chosen family. I don't think it and will it, ever happen to us. I hope not. But Mike me chose and, blood me family. And your, me and your mom usually agree on everything. It's usually you two versus me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's usually like, me. John is such it's an like annoyance, me. isn't he? No, it's like me and your mom versus like you and your dad sometimes. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and it's like in a funny way it's like we're just like drinking our wine just like laughing my, me and my dad are having like political debates oh i, I always interfere in that and then you guys <laughs> just like look at these assholes trying to ruin, <laughs> trying to ruin thanksgiving but i totally like i'm always like bestie with your mom no that's good but i'm saying if you weren't if we got oh. married, if we got married, and you and my mom didn't get along, I would that have to would make be, a decision. I would, would have to make that a decision. Would be so unfortunate. And some people choose mom, and some people mm. choose wife, and it's mm. like Mike made the decision here. He went mom. Yeah. He went Pancasaurus. And you know why? Because he doesn't. Because he doesn't. Think he doesn't think Natalie him and, is yeah, the it's one. Not forever. It's not mm-hmm. forever. That's a great point. So Mike and Trish, they walk away. They go back into the house, and Trish goes. Give her $5,000 and send her back to Ukraine. Give her 5K and send her back to Ukraine. I don't understand this, really. Is Trish saying, give her give her money so she can pay to get home? Like, yes. Like, pay for her flights in her hotel? That's what I think. Or is she saying, pay her off? Like, no, give I, her 5000 and be done with her because she'll get way more through divorce. I think, yeah, I think she says, give her 5000 so she can get home. And, and she just, could get home a fancy way with $5,000 if she wanted to. It's funny because that's, and not to shame here, but like Trish is like, give her $5,000 and send her home. Thinking like, that's a lot of money that'll buy her off. But if it was the living the loudmouths, mm-hmm. like, give her 25 k mm-hmm. you know, like, cause they got to show like, oh, well, we got oh, yeah. money. We got money. $5,000. I could find that underneath my couch cushion. I almost felt like she meant it as like, okay, give it to her so she can buy a plane ticket yeah. and stay at a hotel and have some pocket money if needed right. for anything and goodbye. Because with divorce, she's getting way more than 5K in alimony. But That's what I, when you divorce, you got to pay, like Mike is still responsible for her. Oh. He's going to have to pay for her monthly. Even if she goes back to Ukraine? If she goes back to Ukraine, I don't think so. But we know she's not going back hmm. to Ukraine. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Also, <laughs> was that Ron's soft top Ford Mustang in the back? Did you see that? No, I did not. There was this sexy soft top Ford Mustang in the back of that whole argument. I could it's totally. Ron's. I could see him cruising through school zones mm-hmm. in that. Thing. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. <laughs> you you're getting you're getting deep. <laughs> did you see the front license plate said "Let's roll." On it, it said "Let's roll." On the, on the Mustang, yeah, it's so wrong. Was it like I, no? It's like was it as well as car? Let's roll. Yeah, he's like let's let's roll. Let's roll. That's let's roll play. No, this just said let's roll. Oh jeez, let's roll. Let's roll through school zones at a Ew. steady. Okay, miles I don't an think hour. Ron was that creepy. He's kind of creepy. He's kind of creepy. Kind of creepy, but a little creepy. He's like mm, newlyweds. <laughs> It was a little creepy. It was a little creepy. Well. Anyways. Well. Mike and Trish, they go back in the house. They're just like, WTF. Like, they don't know what just happened. Mike apologizes for Natalie's behavior. And then Trish starts on her new favorite saying, well, consider this horse. Consider this horse. What does it even mean? Consider it. Consider this horse. What does it even mean, John? She's, she's sucking down that frappuccino. Just like, consider this horse. Mike, Mike, consider this horse. I think, here's what I think. I think consider this source is the tagline of some like Oklahoma newspaper. 
Tulsa Times, consider the source. But what does it even mean? It means consider the source. Like, don't trust everything. Oh. Because who's saying it? What's the source? Who's saying Consider the source. But I still don't understand the, con- like, understand because, that in the context. Because Natalie is saying, she called me a hooker. Okay. Well, consider the source. Consider who's saying that. It's oh. Nat- It's Natalie. And can you trust oh. Natalie? Can you, is that fake news, Teresa? Can you really mm. trust? Consider the source. Mm. Right? Just on a frappuccino. Oh, jeez. Really leaning into that frappuccino, which I don't know. You know what's funny? I have never had a frappuccino. Good, don't. Consider the source of a frappuccino. I have never had a frappuccino. Consider the source. Mm -hmm. Okay. So finally they come back out. They get in the truck. Natalie's sitting in the backseat and they they drive off. And Trish is just like, airline. Airline. Well, she first asked Mike. He was like, "I have no idea." She's like, "Natalie, airline." <laughs> and well, again, Mike, you should know, bro. You should he, have the app downloaded. Oh, you, should, yeah. you should have the app downloaded well, on your phone. Well, I feel like someone who doesn't fly often probably doesn't know. Natalie, bringing me back to being an adult, right? Mm-hmm. She should have just swallowed her pride and said. Delta or American, whatever you're yeah. flying, yeah. right? Instead, she's just like sitting there, ignoring her with her headphones in. And it's just, I know, again, I know, guys, Trish is a bitch. Yeah, I'm she team has Natalie. been a I'm bitch. Team Natalie well, right yes, but, but she should have said, I don't know, American, Terminal B. Right. Like, just answer. Especially just answer. if she's the one who wants to get the hell out of there quick. Very, very true. That's, That's a good like, point. Uh, gate B4, and you can drop us off right here. But yep. I feel like ignoring someone like this is so childish. It's so... and Maybe if you have a fight with your significant other and you ignore each other for a little bit and get back to it, whatever, that's behind your closed doors that no yep. one has to see. But being like this... In front of his mom, even though your the mom is acting terribly to you, mm-hmm. you should still pick yourself up mm-hmm. and just be an adult. Love Especially it. because she is, she's not 21. She's 35 or 6. She's yeah. not, oh, I'm a new adult. I'm basically still a kid. Mm-hmm. She's not Brandon. She's almost 40. She's not yet at a party. She's yeti to get the hell out of there. Oh, that's for sure. (laughs) So they get to the airport. Natalie won't even talk with Mike and Trish. She's like 20 steps behind them the whole time. Natalie, she didn't even say goodbye. She went straight through security. Maybe she is. Again, very childish. Very childish. She should have said, bye, Trish. Thanks for everything and leave. Hey, thanks for the hospitality and like roll your eyes like as you're saying it, but literally do it because that's what adults do. I just love how people act this trashy on television. It's like you know there's cameras there. Don't you want to be the best you but can be? I truly believe that this is Natalie's personality. Oh, that for sure. Cameras or no cameras? No, this is Trisha's personality. This is Mike's personality. Oh, yeah. This is oh, Natalie's yeah. personality. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So she takes off. She doesn't take it by Mike. Definitely said goodbye to mommy. Mike really said goodbye to mommy. Like, um, what is the show called? The Big Bang Theory saying goodbye to mommy. Well, I don't know what that is. It's like the cat song. That's what like the blonde girl was singing to Sheldon when he couldn't see when he was sick. Oh, I heard bang, which makes sense for for Mike and mommy. I Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory, right? Oh, the show. 
which is a great nickname for Trish. The Big Bang? The Big Bang's theory. Oh. <laughs> that makes too much sense. Yeah, Mike is saying goodbye to the Big Bang's theory. He's like petting her head. Yeah. He's like rubbing her hair. He's singing her the kitty song. Wait, was he? Mm-hmm. So she, I don't. It's something, something. I only watch 90 Day Fiance. I've I've watched it, but I know it big, mainly because the Big Bang Theory is my father's favorite sitcom. Just so, just so you know, from now on, I'm referring to Trish as the Big Bang's Theory. Big Oh, because of her bangs? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Mike to take out scissors and like... Cut a lock of those bangs off to bring back that's, not, that's Paul. That's Kentucky. Shout out to Paul. That's Kentucky. That's not Oklahoma. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> real question as we wrap okay. this segment up. Real question. How did Bojangles turn out to be the most normal person in this family? That's a very good question. Right? Very good question. I'm like, question. Bo is making a lot of sense these days. After seeing Trisha's house and the way she mm-hmm. acts and Ron and Mike petting. Yeah. Uh, Bo Jangles I mean, is looking pretty normal. Bo is no hoe for show. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that even rhymes. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. All right. Shall we move on? Keep this. We shall. Yeah, this this trash fire just blazing. Pour a little more gasoline Oh, on. yeah. Let's get to the cringy couple. Uh, who would that be? Oh, Oh, Asuelo and Kalani. Sex shop. No babies. Sex shop. No No babies. babies. Come on, from the front to the back, sex Sex shop. shop. Hey, no No babies. babies. What? Sex shop. Woo. No No babies. babies. But Uh, Asuelo started, uh, like, really going hard. He was, like, in a sex shop with no babies. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, can he freestyle? Can he, can he, we know he can't drive a car, but can he freestyle? Speaking of him driving a car. He I was driving a car. He was driving a car. Back to normal. Kalani apparently likes to live dangerously because she looked very comfortable mm-hmm. in that passenger seat. I was like, really? You're just also. Gonna, really? Right now he can drive? Right. So He's let's okay. talk about this. They are going to a sex shop. Take you to the sexy shop. The only one in town yep. because their sex life is no good. Okay. Asshole sleeps in a different room. He yes. only comes in when he has certain needs because he yes. doesn't believe in masturbation. We'll get Which to is that. a whole different we'll get conversation. But. They, they go to like. A 7-Eleven that doubles as a sex shop. Was it a smoke shop? I mean, this place, (laughs) it sold cell phone cases, CBD oil, and dildos. Listen, that's all you need. Shout out to Utah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a sexual stargazers. If you remember that from Mike and Natalie's. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Are you on a mission or a journey? Oh, they're, they're on both. Right, this would apply here too. Yeah, it was a sexual stargazers. And Asuelu, being a child, loves toys. So he was very excited to mm-hmm. be here. Okay, this is what I think, right? Kalan is all about, oh, let's use some toys. Let's spice up our sex life because our sex life isn't what I want it to be, right? Mm-hmm. She only banged Asuelu. And how bad? Let's just be honest here. How bad? bad do you feel for Kalani 
that she's only banged Asuelu. That's like, that's like only eating Domino's and being like pizza. Am oh, I, that's that sounds terrible. Am I right, pizza? That sounds terrible. <laughs> Imagine that you thought Domino's the best that's pizza ever. That's, oh my that's gosh, that's banging Asuelu and being like, yeah, I've had sex. Or maybe not, but okay. I just feel like you should try. And I'm not, I have several friends who were with their high school sweethearts mm-hmm. and eventually they married. They all are divorced now. And you know why? Because the guys cheated on them. I'm not even joking. No, I get that. They tried something else because they didn't know anything else. And even if it's not better, in your mind you go, well, the grass is always greener. Mm -hmm. It's got I got to try something different. And listen, for you guys out there who are married to your high school sweethearts and it's going great. (laughs) No, I think it's if you can make it work, I think it's awesome and it's beautiful, but it's not, it's one of a kind, right? but to that point, I think it's great that Kalani and Asuelu are comfortable enough in the relationship to go look at. I've only banged you. I'm sure Asuelu has banged multiple people, but like, I've only banged you, Asuelu. I don't want to go sleep around, but I do want to get things a little more exciting in the bedroom. I do want to try role play. I do want to go to the sex shop. So she is looking for ways to feel like she's doing different things because well, she's not true. ready to cheat. She doesn't want to step well, she out. She was asking to role play, which means right. she's like, we can be other people. Right. Which what I'm saying is like, if you've tried a few things beforehand, you probably are not going to get to oh, role playing and trying new things within two years of your marriage. Right. I'd be interested to see that statistic. Like how many slut people as Asweli would say, how many how many people who have slept with multiple people who then end up marrying someone, how many of those people are like, need to go to the sex shop, need to role play within the first year or two versus people who marry their high school sweethearts who are like, oh, we got to do something to spice mm-hmm. this up. Yeah, because they do. They go to that sex shop. Mm-hmm. They, if you can call it a sex shop, it was... Mm-hmm. Listen, personal story, but not my oh, personal story. Oh my boy. family personal story, oh, right? even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My cousin has a child, and he's my age. His baby mama is like 10 years younger. When they had a child, she was the first... He was the first guy she ever slept with. They dated, had a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Then she got bored, and she started texting to all different guys. Mm. Because she was like, mm, my cousin wasn't there. He was working because she wasn't. And they're not together anymore. They weren't married. But I'm saying it's like she was young and I was like, oh, I have no experience. All I know is this. Mm, I don't like it. Let me see what's, what's out there. Yeah. Now the child is suffering because apparently she's dating like a crazy person. I'd- so the kid has a new daddy, like a new stepdaddy every other month. But I, I do think you need benchmarks. I do think you need comparisons. And it's like, even if somehow you got into the best relationship of your life, your very first relationship, you would not think you would not know that it was your best relationship because you have nothing to compare it to. Mm-hmm. So it's like Kalani's having sex with Asuelu. 
let's be honest, there's no way that's the best sex she can get. Well, that's the best sex she's ever had. And she's going, <laughs> she's going, this cannot be the best I've ever had, which is obvious because it's Asuelu. But she's feeling that way because it's the only guy she's ever had sex with. If she had sex with, like, the number one porn star in the world. It probably wouldn't be great either. For the, But I'm saying if she had sex with the best sexer that there was, <laughs> right, for the first time she had sex and the only time she had sex, she'd probably still sit there and go, well, is this really the best? Because it's the first and the only she's had, so you're always assuming that there's better. Yeah, totally. So... I hope she doesn't have sex with anyone else because she's married and has children, but she's going, it, it's gotta, there's gotta be better than this. And that's why they're going to the sex shop. Yeah. And it's not just about the sex. It's about the whole relationship. Like she has never really tried. Right. Like you have different, each relationship you'll have with different people will be different. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's because some of them are not going to work. It's because that's not it. It's not meant to be. It's not meant to be, and it's not it. And you probably are like, oh, like, I didn't like this, I didn't like that. So the next time you're in a relationship, you know what to look out for, right? right? She doesn't have it. Right. All right. she has exactly. is Asuel. Exactly. Exactly. So they get to the 7-Eleven of sex, and <laughs> she grabs, like, a torture device. It looked like a torture device to me. The shock, the shock device? Yeah. She started putting it against Asuelu's nipples. It electrocutes you. It looks like our electric toothbrushes. It does. Right? It was, uh, listen, different strokes for different folks. Not something I would be really excited to try. Good like, to oh, know. Like it shocks you uh, and it looks like your toothbrush. So have fun. I mean, there's like a store <laughs> full of stuff here. I don't know that that's the first thing I I'd go for. But Asuelu wants something they can both use on his sausage and Kalani's clam. And his donuts, which I I still don't understand. I don't understand that. Right? Maybe, what does he even mean? I think he means asshole? his balls, but maybe, maybe your asshole? I think he means his balls because it's round. Your donut? Your donuts? Yeah. Because he says he says it as plural. He says donuts. How many assholes do you have? I hope just one. Just one. Just one. Yeah, maybe his donut. I don't. I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. This whole thing was so cringy. It was very cringy. They went all in. They bought like a sexual starter pack. They it's got, just fun. Like people do that. Oh, good for them. Mm -hmm. Good for not even dipping their toe in it. Just going all in, turning Asuelu's game room into like a sex dungeon. Probably. I love that Kalani got the whip, and she said, "All I want to do is to whip the shit out of Asuelu." But that's aggression. That's not sexual. Mm -hmm. That's like no, no, no. Oh, I can I'm see her just whipping him. him to like clean his room. That's what and I'm like, saying. Wash the dishes. Right. I don't think it's a sexual fantasy that she has with that whip. I think it's like, "Fuck you, Asuelu. I'm gonna whip you and get you to do what I want because you don't listen to I me. Mean, you sit I'm in still your like game room all week." I'm still trying to figure out how she has because Asuelu is such a child. Yeah. How do you even get to the point that you're having sex with him because he's such a child? There's, it's got to be some weird fetish. Oh, for it's sure. It's got to be a weird, unless he's completely different off camera, it's a weird fetish. kind of doubt it, but. Oh, hi. I almost feel like, you know, when, yes, cameras are following them, etc. But then 
there was the bears all when they just invited couples over you mm-hmm. could basically be yourself just sit down chit chat right as yeah. was still as well there's nothing has changed no so she i don't likes think it. she likes it i think she has to like it she must like it there's no way that he like put on a front when they met and i was like oh my god look at this suave intelligent just answer my question yeah. what do you think do you think she laughs with him or at him? Because I, I don't think, think it's easy. I think she. I don't loves, think she thinks it's a joke. I think she's just like, yeah. You know what? Like so, this is my sex and, toy. No, no, no. This is how I feel about this. When I was an old pair, right? Mm-hmm. The kids were saying something. It was silly. It wasn't funny at all, but it was silly, and they were having a blast. So I laughed at it. I right. laughed because the kids were being silly and it was kind of funny in a childish way and the kids right. loved it and it kept them going, right? Yeah. That's what she does to us well. She laughs at him. It's like, uh, oh, it like you are a yeah, little oh. child and he keeps going. That's being, a really interesting point. Yeah, because, kids get that affirmation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Kids get that affirmation. And like, you do oh, it like when you're around them and... Sometimes I was like, oh my gosh, am I laughing right now? It's not funny at all, but you're laughing because the kids are really trying hard. So you, so you think, give it to them. So you think he'll never mature because yeah. she keeps giving positive yeah. reinforcement mm-hmm. to his mm-hmm. elementary behavior. Like if like he answered that toy shop, sex shop, yeah. sex toy shop, yeah. whatever. In quotes. Yeah. And... He basically started saying things like a child would say, and she started laughing. It's almost right. like you're either very uncomfortable or you're just like encouraging, like, yes, like, you know what, like, that was something funny, but keep going. Keep, you'll get it eventually. But that's what we don't know. Was she uncomfortable and people have like that nervous, awkward laughter, or was she entertained by it? That's what we don't know. That's that's a good point. We too. don't. We, we don't, don't know. So... They buy all these vibrators and whips, get it all, basically one of everything. And then on the ride home, Aswe was like, I still want to cuddle, though. I still want to go skin to skin with you. Which is nice. I love cuddling. Oh, yeah. But it goes to show you, it goes to show you there's more, there's more than just Sex. whips yeah. and dildos and cock rings yeah and butthole pleasures and nipple clamps butt and butt plugs but and edible underwear and there's more how do you know all that listen i've watched 90 day fiance <laughs> there's more than that at the end of the day it seems like what people want is connection and intimacy yeah in a real course. way but my question would be if he really wants all this why does he have his whole own room because communication, period. The communication, and I could say that for most of these couples, the communication is just poor. Mm. And it took them going to a sex shop for him to say, well, I still want to cuddle. Like, mm. I don't know that he said that That's before. A good point. I don't know that he said that before that field trip to the sex shop. And that may have solved a lot. Like, oh, you really want to cuddle? I've said it on this podcast before. I think cuddling is so much more intimate than sex. We love cuddling. Cuddling, there, there are very few people in the world, I think, that all of us would cuddle with. Hopefully one, if you're married. But I'm you, saying... Who's your person? Just you. 
but I would only have Thank sex you. with you too. But I'm saying better, there, you there better. Are, there are people like in <laughs> porn or whatever you look at and you go like, oh, I would have sex with them. But you don't go like, oh, I would cuddle them. It's like cuddling is so much more intimate, I think. And so for us, It goes hand in hand. It does not. It does not. And I don't want to get into it, but there's people you'd have sex with that you would not cuddle with. Let's just be honest. Would you cuddle Chuck? I would not have sex with okay. Chuck either. Let's keep going. So <laughs> keep going. I don't know where you're going with this. He's canceling that check right now. That is just one. Yes, it's me. Mm-hmm. It's me. Okay. New day. The day Kalani sex and Asuelu. What? No. Wait, what? No, I'm just like shaking my head. I'm like, oh, how could you even go there? Uh, well, I thought you crossed all the lines. That's what we do on you this podcast. You crossed all the lines. That's what we do on this podcast. Okay. It's the day Kalani and Asuelu are going on their super romantic getaway. And yes, Mother Lisa and the kids are coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're coming. Kalani and Asuelu will also be coming. Everyone's going to be coming. Because they're packing oh, Jesus. new sex toys. Oh, Jesus. And, well, Lisa's like, I guess sexuality is what we're here for. I guess sexuality is what we're here for. I'm sure Kalani tells Lisa things. <sighs> Everyone knows it's a bang trip. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it's a bang trip. But it's If Kalani my mom says- was riding shotgun going, I guess sexuality is what we came <laughs> here for, I would say, Mom, you're not coming anymore. <laughs> Therese and I are coming. You are not. You stay home. Well, Kai said it to us all that the trip is not just about sex. It's yeah, also it's, about communication. It's mostly about sex. Yes, but also about communications and, okay. you know, but exploring here, their Here's what I don't understand relationship. Still. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about it on our live last night. Kalani could pump her breast milk and put it in the fridge or the freezer and Lisa could stay home and babysit the kids from afar. Mm-hmm. And yes, Kalani's breastfeeding. She'll store it and she'll give it to the kids later. I read breast milk can last six months easy. What? In the free- six months in the freezer. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if they breast were going for cream. one or two days, which that's what it seems that's like. It. Yeah. Lisa yeah, she could have stayed home. Yeah. She should have stayed home. But there are some moms who feel like, Pumping it out and have it in the fridge is not a f- as fresh and not as good fresh. for the kids. Give me that fresh milk. So maybe Kalani feels that way. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But she's there. So they finally get to their destination, the Zion Ponderosa Ranch and Resort. And Kalani can bash it. I'm loving it. It doesn't look like Zion, though. I oh, don't it's, think it's out, it must it's, be like outside of it's Zion. It's right there. Really? It's, I think it's within ten minutes. I looked it up. Oh wow! It's right there. So why why don't they go to Zion? Maybe they will. We haven't seen uh, next I episode. Know. I hope they do. Right? It looks very nice. Kalani's not pleased to be there. She doesn't like nature stuff. It brings her back to her old Mormon days. <laughs> I think. Right? Something's happened. I guess in the bunk beds and. No, she's not, she has this cringy, cringy things be about happy. bunk beds. I would be happy to be there. Well, the cabin, well, I wouldn't be happy about a cabin with bunk beds, but the cabin they had. Who cares? We would not complain. We would not complain. No, we, we just say, bunks. I want a king bed. I don't want two bunk beds. I guess. I guess. But yeah, they they find their cabin and it's very nice. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. It's Asuelu planned a very nice. But we love cabins, so I guess it's not for everyone. Not everyone loves this nature thing. 
But when you some think people like, love good old holiday and it's not romantic. <laughs> it's not romantic. That's uh, I think when Kalani is like, oh, this is not my idea of a romantic getaway. It's oh, like, that was Kalani. Yeah, what that is? was when you consider what Asuelu could have done. He could have rented like an hourly motel room mm-hmm. because it seems like it's a bang trip. Oh, something with a heart-shaped hot tub, sh- hot tub yeah. and so- next to the bed. When you roll up to that cabin, Kalani, you should take a deep breath mm-hmm. of relief. Just a big exhale and mm-hmm. be like, well, could have been Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. Could have been the closest ball pit. Mm-hmm. We could have ended up a lot of worse places than here. Very true. But still, she's she's got to complain. She's Classic. Gotta complain. So, I swear, yeah, he had the cabin all decorated and roses, rose petals, champagne, bottle of Wild Turkey 101. Mm. Ready to get after. Wild Turkey 101 is a whiskey drinker's whiskey, let me say. So, shout well, out to I, that. I found it interesting that that's what they who's there on ice. Not a bottle of, you know, champagne from Costco for $10. There was champagne. There was oh, a, there was? There I was champagne and there was whiskey. But oh. I thought it was interesting that it wasn't Wild Turkey. It was Wild Turkey 101, which if you guys don't know, the 101 is the proof, not to get too, like, nerdy about whiskey. Mm. So That's it's, a little strong. So it's 50.5% alcohol. Your normal whiskey is 40, 45% alcohol. So it's a strong whiskey. It's a whiskey drinker's whiskey. Mm. It's like, all right, somebody knew what they were doing. Someone's trying to get someone drunk here. Asuelu, I don't know if it was his idea. He tried to take a swig of that. He couldn't handle it. Kind of goes like, don't drink, he'll get sick. <laughs> okay. He tried to drink the whiskey, could not handle it. He clearly doesn't understand what whiskey dick is either because he's like, it makes your sausage harder. Ew, ew, yeah, ew. it does. Check back with me in 15 minutes, Asuelu, if that makes your sausage harder. Oh, my gosh. Him calling <laughs> everything like sausage and donuts is just cringy. I mean, it makes me hungry. No, nothing has made me hungry and nauseous at the same time more than this segment. Yeah. So next day, Kalani and Asuelu, they're going out for a walk. They're going to see the horses. And they sit down and they talk. And Kalani's like, this bang trip... It's just, it's not supposed to be all about banging. So I found an exercise where we just stare at each other for two minutes. And this is some married at first sight shit. Mm-hmm. This is some shit you do four weeks in. Or it's like, Dr. Pepper gave us this assignment. <laughs> We're going to look at each other for two minutes. Set your timer and go. The longest two minutes in your life. Oh, I felt very awkward for them. It was... I felt very awkward. For I don't them. think I can stare at you for two minutes without saying anything. Well, I would just be like, why are we doing this? Like, this is not life. We look into each other's eyes a lot while we podcast. I'm doing, mm-hmm. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now too. And I'm too much of a curious person. We're like, I'll go ten seconds. I'm just like, well, what are you, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? Like, we could sure we could stare in silence, but what? good does that really do i want to know what you're thinking right now i know and also we have this kind of relationship that it's okay when we ask like what are you thinking about what do you think about right now yeah it's not, you know it's a little it's a little annoying if it's before like 11 a.m i would say i don't do it to you before 11 a.m no but some people do no. some people will wake up oh. having their coffee what are you thinking what are you thinking about right now 
I only do it when, I think like, I wish you when we like right lock now. eyes strangely. I'm like, what's on your mind? Share, share, <laughs> share with me. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I felt awkward for that. But you know, when so. I was a kid, well, kid, okay. When I was a young adult, like a few years back before I met you, okay. but I think Cosmopolitan, they always said, the worst thing you can ask your boyfriend is like, what, what's on your mind? What you're thinking? It's terrible. It I is terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. But when you get to a point in your relationship when it's okay, when obviously I wouldn't just ask you, but when we like strange look at, look at each other yeah. and I know you're clearly thinking of something, yeah. it's okay to ask. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I always get to a point if there's been enough silence going by and I've done it with my parents, I've done it with friends, with you. If you're in a situation and there's enough silence that's gone by and you realize like, oh, shit, we haven't talked in like a couple of minutes. I always start thinking, oh, they're going to ask me what I'm thinking about because we've been Mm. so silent. And then I always try to think of something to answer with. I don't think you and I do it anymore. I feel like you and I, it's okay. We never sit in silence. No. I feel like we always start singing or something. If it gets (laughs) silent, we always just start singing. Yeah, or... Sex shop. Hey, no babies. Hello. Sex shop. Yeah. No No babies. babies. Yeah. But what I was going to say, and this is how someone at work asked me, how I knew that you were the one, right? Mm-hmm. And aside of all the great qualities you have and how handsome you are, hello, shout out to John, guys. Hello. I'm not shout joking. out to my handsomeness. I said that <laughs> I used to love being alone. I yeah. used to love my privacy. I used to love spending time just with myself. And when we met and started hanging out, we started hanging out more and more to the point that I wanted to be alone with you. Mm. So it's like sitting in silence with you and you feel the same. Yeah. You said it yourself that you used to love being alone. And I feel like the fact that we can be alone together. Yep. Yep. Where you don't feel like you need to fill the space. Yes. Yeah. But you you want to have the person there. But you still want to be alone. Right. There's awkward silence, which is usually in a new relationship Mm -hmm. or an uncomfortable relationship. And there's just silence. And there's something beautiful about Mm -hmm. silence. Yeah. And I don't know how we started talking about this. Oh, the two minutes. The two minutes. Now one just filled with all the love. (laughs) Can you feel? Yeah. So they sit there for two minutes. They don't talk. And when they do start talking, they start talking about what they would change about the other person, which I don't know if that's the healthiest approach. But No, it's not. But let's keep going. Here's what I would would change about you. Um, You shouldn't want to change anything. That's the thing. I mean, you can work on things. You can grow. You can evolve. But I don't think I would ever have a conversation like, here's what I want to change about you. Because then I was like, uh, all right. Like, I would always think about that. So I think there's a better True. way to I think there's a better way to approach that. But Klein is like, I don't like when you yell over me. And Asuelu says, Well, that's because I feel like you're always calling me dumb. I always feel like you're saying I'm dumb. And which Klein's, I can totally see. Oh, I can, I can totally see this conversation happening. Asuelu, we all kind of think you're a little less than bright. But he also he does talk over her, and I'm sure. That she, as the mom that right. she is, always just wants to put him in his place. 
And maybe the way she does it, she talks to him like he's a child. Well, that's true. Because he is a child. And she's so used to communicating. Mm-hmm. The only people she communicates to really are children. Literally, including Asuelo. Including Asuelo. So yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Asuelo wants to fix their sex life. He wants more boom, boom. And yes, this is what we alluded to before. He doesn't believe in masturbation. He won't self-pleasure. And guys, you know I do the research. You know I try to come prepared. Okay. I wish I could give you more insight into this because I Googled. Do Simone's masturbate? I thought maybe oh my, did, maybe it was a cultural thing. I I googled do Simone's. You're using our laptop to do all this research. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I got served a <laughs> lot of porn videos. Okay, a lot of Samoan porn. When I googled do Simone's masturbate, please don't mess up our computer. It's fine. I did not click the links, but I thought like some cultures don't <laughs> masturbate. There are some cultures they don't masturbate. It's not. Okay. Right? They don't believe in it. I don't know. They believe Clearly. in procreation. And so I thought maybe that's maybe that's where Asuelo is coming from. I don't think so. I think it was an interesting choice of words that Kalani chose because she said, I believe it's my responsibility. It's her, it's her responsibility to get Asuelo off. So it's not like he's anti-masturbation because of the culture. He just doesn't think he should have to waste his energy. Well, maybe it is culture. It's like... I don't think it is. Don't it's not? don't give him that out. Listen, I Google do Samoans masturbate. So if I come across a Samoan porn when I use the computer. If you come across Samoans masturbating, you'll have your answer. Yes, okay. Samoans masturbate. Well, I didn't click told, the link. I didn't click the link. I don't know. I could have clicked the link just and had cl- the answer. Just clear the cookies. Imagine you click the just link. Just clear the cookies. Imagine you click the link of do Simone's masturbate. And it's just a guy naked sitting there. I not, don't want to. Not masturbating. I feel and then this you're like, episode well, they, is they don't. very sexual. Here's my, here's my hope for next week. Mm-hmm. No more sex talk between Kalani and Asuelu. Yes, that would be nice. a lot of couples can pull off the whole sex segment. Kalani and Asuelu cannot. They can, but in a, it uh, gets very cringy. It's like the birds and the bees. It's like elementary Literally, very elementary, very elementary. Nobody that's, wants that's what that. makes it cringy. I'm all for sex talk. Listen, we're all adults, right? Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the point that as I was calling something donuts and I don't uh, even know what he's talking about. Yeah. Elementary. Yes. Okay. Can we keep this hot mess express rolling? Can we talk about our next couple? Our next door neighbor? Our upstairs neighbor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are we talking about? Angela and... Michael! <laughs> oh, Michael. Doesn't even make an appearance this episode. Angela so from Hazelhurst, Georgia. Angela, Did I say it right? Yeah. Hazelhurst? Angela and... Other professionals in the medical field. Our neighbors are going to love you. It's basically who her new partners are. It's just her and medical professionals this season. Very true. Right? So it's been five weeks since the surgery. Angela is back in Georgia. She's down 40 pounds. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. She's feeling herself. That's she's good. feeling herself. I know she's going to drop even more. Oh, so of course. It's okay. I'm going to say it. I don't see her progress just yet. Okay. 
I yeah, I don't. But I mean, I trust her numbers. Forty pounds down is a lot. So it's keep a ton going, girlfriend. In a month. Keep going, girlfriend. Yeah, you don't know where you lose her from yeah. first. Like she's not wearing. And bikinis. it's like if she was like severely overweight as she was, yeah. and as she claimed she was, she said yeah. herself, she's like, I'm just keep gaining weight. Yeah, I have to stop. That's great. That's Forty a pounds. Gr- yeah, it's a serious loss. Oh yeah. Good for her. Keep it up. Here's here's the thing. I saw that patch on her arm again. Okay. It the looks, nicotine patch? It looks like a nicotine patch. I think it's a nicotine patch. I doubt it's a birth control patch. Right. So, yeah. Okay. We see her smoke later in this segment. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, she's wearing a nicotine patch, but she's also smoking. Got to do my research, right? I got to look into this. And turns out smoking while wearing a nicotine patch can not only increase your addiction oh, and, wow. and your tolerance to nicotine, but it puts you at risk for nic- nicotine toxicity. Jesus. So, uh, rip the patch off. Wow. You're not doing yourself any favors. No. And we know that she still smokes a lot. Oh, oh, oh. So l- let's oh, talk about let's, let's talk, talk about it. Okay. We know she's. We know she smokes a lot. I didn't know she was running a homeschool. I did not know she had like five of her grandkids. I mean, COVID nineteen. Yeah, she like a legit. Yeah, I don't think she set. homeschools homeschools, but I think she, schools are closed. She corners them off into some area of her home and says, "Well, you better, you better learn something." I hope you're learning. All the kids had a computer. They seemed like they were doing the work, which is good. It seemed like a good setup. Yeah. Like uh, I was yeah, kind of surprised. A good setup. It seemed like a good setup. If you forget the dirty cigarette butts on the mm. floor and whatever, like it seemed like a pretty good setup. Yeah. I mean, the home she got it seems big or way bigger than what she had before. Yeah. With a big backyard. It's so a good I'm situation. sure it's more comfortable for the kids and for her. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy until. Angela Skypes, Dr. Kashani, and Natalie for a virtual follow-up. Uh-oh. So Dr. Kashani, happy. She's down 40 pounds mm-hmm. in a month. That's solid. But we want to make sure she continues on her journey the right way. So Dr. Kashani's like, you got to work out. Drink you, water, you eat protein, out? work out. And she's like, hell to the no. Hell to the no. <laughs> well, she doesn't have time between taking care of grandchildren, homeschooling, and smoking. <laughs> smoking she, is a big part of she, my day, Dr. She Kishan. has no time. Natasha's like 10 to 15 minutes. A Which day. is true. 10 to 15 minutes a day. Yeah, we saw her running around cones with her grandkids the first episode. Mm-hmm. Do that. Oh, yeah. Do that every day. Mm-hmm. And you're checking that box. You're fine. And so Kashani is like, okay, you can work on that. Have you quit smoking? Uh-oh. At least she's honest. Yeah, too honest. She says, I'm doing better. Doc, I'm doing better. Probably doing 10 cigs a day now. I feel like 10 cigarettes was what I smoked when I smoked a lot. Like, I was going to ask you, like, what were you doing? I never smoked a pack. I know I'm just going to say she smokes a pack a day. Yeah. Which. I don't think that's that rare. No, it's I, not. My grandma used to smoke yeah. a pack a pack or two a yeah. day, which means my grandma used to smoke about 30 to 60 cigarettes a day. 
can I s- oh, say something? To 40. I forgot how many cigarettes is in a pack. Let me but. speak to Big Tobacco right mm-hmm. now because I know they're listening. <laughs> What's a pack of cigarettes? 20 cigarettes? That's what I was just going to say. I think it's 20. Okay. If they made a pack 12 cigarettes, those Pack-a-day smokers would probably smoke 12 cigarettes. There are extra long cigarettes, which I, I used to buy sometimes. But my point is, like, you're going to smoke the pack, and then you're mentally going to go, I smoked the pack, that's mm-hmm. probably enough for the day. Or how do I ration yeah. this pack off? Listen, I am a sleeve-a-day eater of Girl Scout Thin Mints, okay? I don't know how many cookies are in there, but say it's 20 cookies. If you made the sleeve... 12 cookies, I'd probably eat 12 cookies yeah. a day instead of 20. So just make your pack smaller, big tobacco, and we'll help everybody out. But some people still, like, I'm saying, I'm telling you, my grandma used to smoke one to two packs a day. But it's because she liked, she liked that feeling of, I just finished a pack. But she kept going. You think going. she's going to go to bed with two cigarettes left? No, she's going to go, well, I had two cigarettes left, I might as well smoke them. I guess. So make the packs half the size and you've just People helped. would still buy more, I'm telling you. Especially mm-hmm. now when they're used to what they're just used to. to. Just trying to help people. Just I know you to, are, but just trying to help people. I don't think I've ever smoked a pack in one day. I don't think so. I've smoked like one cigarette in a day. This is my worst day. I'm an Good angel. for you. I'm an angel. <laughs> so Dr. Kashani is like, well, you're you're creating a stomach ulcer. And if you don't stop, it could rupture and you'll die. So you need you need to stop. And then here's where I don't like this. I don't like where this goes because Angela starts to blame Michael for the issue. And she's saying, he's stressing me out. It's causing me to smoke more. It's Michael's fault. Oh, Angela. I'm like, you can't blame him. He didn't even want you to get the surgery in the first place. That's very true. So don't point the... That's on you that you're smoking. Don't say Michael's this, Michael's that. Michael didn't want you in this situation in the first place. That's a good point. So don't blame him. And (laughs) Natasha goes, well, Dr. Gashani, what do you think about like her doing some edibles? What about maybe a couple edibles? What edibles? Like edible condoms? Eatables? Eatable what? Eatable. eatable con- <laughs> what in the world is an edible or eatable condom? Yeah. Does it even exist? Can someone? Did you do your research? I'm going to Google no, it I right now. I already, re- I already researched Samoans masturbating. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> Google's going to be like, what is wrong with this guy? First he's masturbating, now he wants condoms. No, you research. Let me pose the question. What would the efficacy be of edible condoms like that doesn't make sense do you you clearly don't eat them before sex because then why wear the condom okay guys i i googled edible condoms and the page that opened up is called edible condoms on a mushroom beach uh what do you see this is edible condoms? That and looks a mushroom like a five-star dish. I think it's a five-star dish. I don't think edible condoms exist. It doesn't make sense. Food and sex. It doesn't make sense. The only, like the only thing I can think of is you eat the condom after sex, like once it's filled. That's what I what? said yesterday, <laughs> and you walked away. Wait, you did? I said, "What? When do you eat the condom? When it, when it's filled?" And you yeah. walked away from the live. 
Yeah, I still feel grossed out by it. But I mean, it makes more sense. It but would be like, like, an, egg, okay, like okay. an egg roll. Who's going to eat it? The guy or the girl? The girl. I think girl. the guy should eat the it. The girl. The guy should eat it. He Why pro- would the guy eat it? Because he produced it. Uh, you- no. Let's move on, please. Let's move on, Wait, please. I'm still researching. I know you are. I'm trying to get you not to research that. Oh, I'm so, I'm so going to research. Search Samoans masturbating. If you you did that already. Speaking of Girl Scout cookies... I think that's a Girl Scout cookie. Guys, it exists. What? Edible condoms? Mm-hmm. What is it? Oh, edible condoms served at Michelin star Hong Kong restaurant. Yeah, but that's a different thing. But only one Michelin star. That's Ugh. like trying to be no one, fancy. No one wants that. No one wants that. That's like trying to be fancy. Oh, we put food in the condom. Candy condoms. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying practically, if you were to wear a condom that you could also eat, how um, does that on. work? Um, <sighs> oh, flavored condom. Do, 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 okay, I'm done. Yeah, I, done. Yeah. I don't think it exists. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't it, make. It sense. exists at fancy restaurants. <laughs> I told you, like the the edible condom served on a mushroom, whatever I okay, found before. Let's move, let's move on. Let's move on. So okay. Edibles, eatables, whatever, however you say it. Not Why would you say eatables? Because it's Angela. That's true. It's Angela. Eatable, eatable kind of that. Okay. Not going to happen. So then Natasha, she suggests hypnosis. And Angela's like, well, that's a little hocus pocus for me. Hypnosis is a little hocus pocus. But you don't know until you try it, and I'm willing to try anything. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like she do, she doesn't think hypnosis or acupuncture works. She's all in on psychics. Psychics, she's calling on her way to surgery. <laughs> but but hypnotist, I don't know. That's a little hocus pocus for me. I remember when I was smoking, I was in in the deep. Oh, I'm smoking all the time. My dad suggested hypnosis. Yeah. I I've never done it. It was when I still like I don't I don't think I lived in Shek. I think I was in the US, but I was still like flying back home, still smoking. My dad goes like you should stop. I'm like, I'm going to eventually. But I was like smoking less and less because it was people in the US, at least in New York or New Jersey, didn't smoke as much. So for me it was like when I didn't see it, I didn't want it. Out of sight, out of mind. Yes. So how'd so, you stop? You just Stop. I just stopped. I went from like smoking every day to smoking on the weekends to smoking just when I went out. I was drinking occasionally too. I just stopped. But now you now you smell them and you're like, oh, I, I would smoke. I literally, if you were like, smoke one cigarette, like let's do it. <laughs> I would be like, I would be like lighting it up already. We do a cigar once in a while. Yeah, and that's my that's my nicotine intake. And I'm yeah. okay with that. Celebrate good times. Come mm-hmm. on. Oh, yeah. Okay. New day. Angela, she's going to see the hypnotist. And she goes, this is my favorite part. She goes, I'm wearing a mask today because I have an abscess on my mouth. What's an abscess? That's like, I don't know. Like herpes? No. just She's got like an oral issue. But she legit could have not said anything. Because it's still COVID times and she could just be wearing a mask Mm -hmm. because of COVID. But no, she wants to make sure everyone knows she's an anti-masker. 
She's like, maybe. Am I wearing this mask because of COVID? Oh, hell no. I'm wearing it because I have an abscess in my mouth. <laughs> right? She could have just worn the mask yeah. and oh, not she, said anything. She didn't have to say anything because masks nowadays are masks just are cool. fine. Yeah. yeah, masks are cool. <laughs> so, so okay, she meets the hypnotist, Tom. The hypnosis of Savannah. Hypnosis of Savannah. We love Savannah. Shout out to Savannah. And she explains why she's there. She needs to quit smoking so she can get her neck surgery. And I actually found it interesting when she was explaining to Tom why Michael doesn't like that she smokes. It's because in Nigeria, the party girls smoke. Like Mm. the the hookers smoke. So she looks like a hooker to Michael's family. And that's why he's not into it. It's not her health. Nothing is, nothing is about her health. Michael doesn't care about her health. Michael cares about all about like, <laughs> well, can I pull on them? Will I still be able to? I don't care if you could die. Like, can I still pull on them? I don't care that you smoke cancer. No, it's like you look like a hooker. It's not about health at all. It's about appearance to him. Okay. So she's there. She's with Tom. Not totally sure that I know what a hypnotist looks like. But this is not what I expected. This I get. I didn't even know what what to expect. Right, like he looked more like like a door to door protein powder salesman than he did a hypnotist. Maybe it's more like, what do I have to do to get you to buy this tub of whey protein today? <laughs> like that's how I saw Tom. I didn't really trust him to put me under. But he's legit, guys. I Googled him. Five stars. Mm-hmm. Five hard stars. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see if she, Angela is actually going to quit. Because right. I'm hoping that the session wasn't it. I hope that there was a snippet yes. of the session. Because if that was the session, I'm not sure. It was 45 seconds. Literally. Long. But think about it. If, if Tom performed his entire hypnosis on television, we would have all stopped smoking, right? Big I to- guess. Big Tobacco would have sued Tom mm-hmm. because they would have lost millions of smokers. True. So they had to, True. they had to cut it out. And, but here's, here's my thinking about this, Tom. And if you want to come at me for more business ideas, that's fine. But create a smoking lounge for people's last cigarette because Tom sends Angela to like the handicapped spot (laughs) to have her last cigarette, to have her last supper, as she says, right? And it's like, Tom, you could do this cool business idea where you create this smoking lounge. It's like all other hypnotists sends you to the handicapped spot to enjoy your last smoke. But at Tom's hypnotist center, like we we have a state-of-the-art smoking suite. And I think that's a selling point. I think that's a real selling point for someone who wants to quit smoking. It's like, I guess, yeah. Well, at all other places, I got to go stand out in the parking lot and have my last But stick. I feel like it's almost like that's what you always do. That's how you want to end it. Just standing in a mm-hmm. questioning, I don't even why remember am I here? My, I, I don't remember my last cigarette because I feel like I had like a, a cigarette or two after my last cigarette. Just like being... So then it wasn't your last cigarette. N- I, but I've never... Like, I just literally, I decided I'm going to stop. 
And I remember I had one cigarette after. I didn't even finish. I just smoked it a little bit. I was like, ew, like, I don't like it anymore. I'm done. Yeah. So I don't even count it as my last cigarette. Yeah. But you it's wouldn't. almost like, and I feel like I would feel the same every time I smell it and I tell you, I would love to smoke a cigarette. I yep. think I would smoke it for like 10 seconds and I would not like it. Right. Right. This yeah. is my ta- dad told me too. Let's not even try. Let's stick this. And that's what I'm cigars. saying. I'm not. I'm not even gonna go there. But I believe that I would not even smoke the whole cigarette after all these years. Yeah. I would just not enjoy it. Yeah, I could see that because it's like a mental thing. You mm-hmm. realize how far you've like, come. Cigarettes are gross. It feels like it, you you're cheating. You- like you're cheating mm-hmm. on your cigarette abstinence. I worked so hard to actually start smoking. Yeah. To be cool. To stop smoking. To start. No, to start smoking. Oh. And then I actually learned to love it. And so I'm, yeah. That's usually not how addictions work, but okay. Interesting. Interesting. Because I wanted to be cool. Everyone was cool. Everyone was smoking. I first I didn't like it, but then I learned to like it. Mm. And then I got addicted. Mm. So I'm not going to go back to that. But what I'm saying is that if I smoke now... I don't think I would like it because I didn't like it the first time or the second time or the third time. That makes sense. Okay. So Angela, she finishes her last cigarette. She goes back into the office. (laughs) Tom like puts on a pilot's headset and Angela puts on headphones and he like starts into this speech. Close your eyes. Focus on the sound of my voice. In your mind's eye, I want you to go back to your very first cigarette. Imagine you're there. No cigarette. It's gone. It's like you were never a smoker. One, two, three, break. That couldn't be. That's it. That couldn't be. (laughs) That's it. That's it. It's all time hats off. Tell me. Tell me. That wasn't it. I could not have been. I hope. I hope that it wasn't it. No, I have never wanted a cigarette more. Since I heard mm-hmm. that, and and that could not have been it. But Angela's like, wow, that was relaxing. Strange, but relaxing. If Tom told me to take my panties off, I probably would have taken my panties off. It, it was very relaxing. It probably would be because she just loves every man she sees, every it's, doctor she no, sees. No, it's like Tom was the first professional she didn't hit on. That's true. Right? Right? It's true. She's hit on every doctor besides mm-hmm. Tom. Because he was just a hypnosis. Just a hypnosis. She doesn't even believe in it. Yeah. If it was a psychic, mm. she would have been Her naked. panties would be she in Nigeria. Naked, yeah. <laughs> but he was just a hypnotist. Just she a hip- hypnotist. I said hypnosis. Yeah. Hypnotist. 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 I will say, pretty ballsy for Tom to do this because really putting his reputation on the line. Like, if we, could you imagine, okay, we all know Angela. We all know she's got cigarettes in her bra. Mm-hmm. She's smoking up left and right. She's smoking up in the hotel room before surgery. Imagine we never see her smoke again. Tom's going to have a line out his door. He's going to explode. He's going to explode. If we never see Angela smoke again. The this hypnosis guy's gonna, of Savannah. The hypnotist of the Southeast. The Southeast, you better buy two headsets, Tom. You're going to be busy. <laughs> Gonna be real busy. I mean, that would be the best Good. if that works to get people off. Of, Help some people. Help um, some people. Addiction. Yeah. Again, I still believe you can do yourself because I did it. Well, we're not all as strong as you are. No, my dad so. did it too. Um, that's what he kept telling me. He's like, "I stopped smoking. You can stop smoking too." But he always said, 
you that's why my parents well my mom tried to stop me but my dad was like let her smoke because she's gonna stop when she learns that it's not good for her mm. so i could smoke at home my parents were fi- i mean outside not yeah. inside but my parents were fine with it because my dad always said she's gonna stop eventually once she learns that it's bad for her that's how she's gonna stop for good and yeah. i did no one can tell you what to do you True. have to make that decision for yourself you need to come to terms on your own like oh this isn't good for me mm-hmm. i don't need nurse ruddy telling me cigarettes are bad i need to learn for myself very true all right let's talk about the last good couple of this episode the last entertaining couple of this episode yulia brandon. and brandon brandon and yulia they're in the car. They're heading to Ron's big 70th birthday bash. Brandon is wearing the infamous Yeti to party <laughs> shirt. He's ready to, he's Yeti to party. Uh, Julia, not so much. Listen, if he was wearing a shirt that said a picture of a bee there soon, I would get it. Got it. Yeah. Right? But Yeti to party. Right. And I'm saying the Yeti. Sense. Like, I don't think the Yeti was really ready to party. That doesn't, that's so far. He wasn't doing like a keg stand. Mm. Like there was nothing about him that was I, ready I to under, party. Listen, I understand uh, novelty tease. Sure, you know, cut him a slack a little bit. Cut him a little but slack. But that wasn't, that was a really bad novelty tea. It was fucking Brandon though. <laughs> so I do love the sloppy edit. Like they're in the car just talking. And then there's this random, everyone got tested for COVID, so... And then it just cuts back to... Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. It was I missed so that. weird. Yeah, just out of nowhere. But I will say, when they got to this event center, I'm glad we knew they were... Event center? They were tested because everyone just had their masks under their chin. That was the theme of the party. Masks under Pull chin. Pull your mask down. So just take the masks off. Mm-hmm. Like you, Brand, you just edited in that everyone was tested. I actually so hate when people off. do it. It's... I hate when people have masks under their chins. It's like, it's I mean, like I, either have it on or take it off. But I get it. It's like, okay, it's nearby if you want to lift it up. But you just had this edit that said, everyone got tested, so, and then cut to the party. Take the mask off. It's fine. Take it off. Take it off. The whole idea of this party is that, well, we couldn't have a party before because of COVID, but now we can have a party. So it's like, well, then COVID's not a thing. Right. Let's move on. Let's have a party. Mm-hmm. So they get they get there, and this was the most random group of people <laughs> I have ever seen. You have Pop Pop Joe sitting at the table. Oh, he's, I love Pop Pop Joe. He's properly wearing a mask. He's sitting at the table with like eight other people wearing a mask. Good for him. You have the local heroin dealer, and then like a couple girls Brandon was scared to talk to in high school. That's that's the vibe of this party, <laughs> and Brandon. <laughs> Brandon goes, half the room looked like an old man's birthday party. The other half looked like a wedding. It was a half and half party. It's <laughs> more like half this room looked like a bingo game waiting to start. The other half looked like an intervention. I actually loved the idea. I liked I liked the intent of it. I liked the half intent. Half and half. It's my Love favorite, it. my favorite creamer. For sure. It is, actually. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> I missed my half and half. I, okay. Love the intent. Hate the decorations. Because I've never seen so much word art at a birthday party. True. Just bring more balloons. 
Lose the signs. All that, about the balloons. Lose the signs that said this guy is seventy and still awesome. Lose the sign. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Lose the sign that said "Happy Birthday, Dude, Let's Party." Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Oh, just, my, I did not see just that. Just bring the balloons. Just bring the balloons. But listen, I mean, seventy is in your forty. Or I don't know is if that's that what true. They say? I don't know if that's true because Ron and Betty give a little speech and bring out these cakes and the first cake said happy cakes cakes Mm. (laughs) first one said happy birthday ron 70 and still going strong it's like basically saying 70 is still alive right (laughs) well you know we know what our neighbors like we know our neighbor gets a little trigger happy Mm -hmm. 70 and still going strong which is like not a compliment really I, I feel like it was like, oh, we're so funny. Which they're not. They're dumb. And then <laughs> then Brandon and Julia have a congratulations wedding cake. Mr. and Mrs. Come out. Okay. They didn't look that delicious. I would not eat it. Is it because there was like the, the groom and the bride on top? No, it's because the cake looked fake. I listen, I'm I don't have a sweet tooth, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't really crave sweets. But Ron's cake at least looked like a cake. It, it yeah. just looked real. Yeah. Their cake, Brenda's and Julia's, looked like one of those like fancy nowadays cakes. What? They look good, but they don't taste good. Okay, you probably didn't notice this then, because it looked like the groom topper was break dancing. On, oh really? Yeah. It was like You're the, so detailed oriented. It was like the bride was standing there and then the groom topper was like break dancing. Maybe it was like a like, like a, a Russian w- dance because like a, she was Russian. No, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a dumb Ron joke. You know the song, Russian song Kalinka? No. You don't know Kalinka? No. You have to dance Kalinka 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 Maya. No 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 no. Sex shop. No babies. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm sure if I showed a video, a video, you'll know. Looks okay. like breakdancing. No. So, okay. Cakes come out. Everyone's having a good time except Brandon and Julia. They said no party for them. <sighs> Honestly, oh, Brandon and Julia, if someone's throwing you a free party and a free cake and free, most importantly, Free booze, just say thank you and smile for a pick. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think is the dumbest storyline ever. Because it's like, really, you're that mad that someone gave well, you a cake? I don't think that the storyline is, oh, they are mad because they got a cake. I think the storyline is like, once again, they're being, or especially Brandon, is being treated as a child. Because yeah. he said it himself. I, we don't want any party. We just want to celebrate dad. We don't want any. We had our wedding. That's it. We're done. Period. And once again, Betty basically said, oh, no, no. They probably want a party. Betty and does she, what Betty wants to but do. But I don't think it necessarily has anything to do with treating Brandon as a child. I think it's more for them saying, hey, our son got married. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a chance to do a reception. Right. Here we go. Right. So that's why I was like, Brandon, take it easy. That's what I'm saying. It's like, okay. They got so upset. Julia is like, we leave this party. I go farm. I go farm. (laughs) (laughs) I 
I go farm. I go farm. And they leave. They leave. Contrary to Brandon's shirt, he was not Yeti to party. He was, um, I was trying to come up with something smart, but no, he was down to party. He was not Yeti to party. No, definitely not. Not Yeti to party. I just think the whole thing's rude. I think it's... Yeah. It's your dad's 70th birthday party. Stay and celebrate. Even just eat a cake and drink. Get drunk. Celebrate Be your dad's 70th birthday just party. Just stay at the right side of the party when right. when the 70th birthday is happening. Right. Don't go to the Mr. and Mrs. Don't party. Don't go to the Mr. Yeah, it's choose your own party. You could have stayed on the wrong Literally, choose party. your own party. Just choose your own party. Like, it should have been the theme when you enter, like, choose, choose your, your own, own party. party. And then we'll find out who's here for what. <laughs> but like, the, way, the way Ron and Betty handled COVID, this is probably Ron's last birthday. So just be <laughs> there to celebrate oh, come on. Ron's last birthday. I think Ron's going to be with us forever. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. So new night. Okay, new night. Ron and Betty, they're on the back porch this time. Enough of the front porch. We're on the back porch. Glass is full, of course. Glasses are always full. What do you no mean matter. back porch? They were porch. not on the front porch anymore with, like, oh, with the, it the same. With the fabric sofa. Oh. No, they were on the back. No, this time, I don't know if you noticed, there was like a tent set well, the up. the jacuzzi was next to it. There was a tent in the background. Mm, I didn't see. I was like, what? Wait, why do you guys have a tent set up in your lawn? I have to start paying attention what's happening oh. around the people. Listen, I got bored with this season episodes ago. And then you just start looking around mm. and you go, oh, you guys have a tent I'm going to start doing you guys that. Have a tent set up in your I side like lawn. You, you have more fun watching them. Oh, yeah. Because you're like... Wait, does Aspen live yeah. there? Like, is that where Aspen lives? <laughs> Probably. Or, or is that where Betty goes when she has too much red wine? Oh, Ron, is that where she? Is that where you put her? What's that tent for? Why is there a tent in this scene? Yeah. So Brandon and Julia, they come out. They haven't spoken since the birthday wedding fiasco, and they all sit down to talk. And Ron and Betty, they're upset because they felt like they did something nice and they got no thanks. And Brandon's like, something nice. You mean the exact opposite of what we asked for? It's like, come on. Come on, Brandon. You're really this mad? I'm, I'm still I'm still boggled over the fact you're this mad that someone got you a cake and toasted you. Come on. Like, literally, like if someone said, hey, John Teresa, we're throwing you a party, I would be like, oh, hell yes. Tell me when. Even if, it, even if I hated it, even if I hated it, I still would have shut up, sat down, ate the cake, and maybe at the end of the night been like, well, we really wanted to keep it low key, but we appreciate that you yeah, spend sure. time and effort and money on us. But the whole thing was a setup, in my mind, this whole thing was a setup for Brandon to come out and say like, it's really hard for us to live together. We need to move out. Mm -hmm. We need to find our own. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. But I'm very curious because... Wrong. It's like, Brandon, you have never paid a bill in your life. Okay. And here's where I take issue with that. That's your fault, Ron. Like, like well, that's partially. your fault. No, it's completely your fault. Listen. That's your kid. That's your 28-year-old son who you did not raise to be able to live on his own. Listen, a lot of friends of mine or people I know, because... I don't want to refer to everyone I know as my friends back in Czech. So let's just call them people I know, right? Yeah. A lot of them are my age, more or less, still live with their parents. That's and it's different. because 
No, it's not. No, that's different. How? Because they still have the knowledge to live on their own, potentially. Ron and Betty are saying, you don't know how to pay bills. You don't know how to pay rent or utilities. And it's like, well, that's your fault, mom and dad, for raising a child like this. In your case, Teresa, you're saying, I have friends who live at home. Well, that's their choice to live at home. We can't make an assumption on whether or not they could survive on their own or not. I think once you hit certain age, aka like 20, you should get out of your parents' house and try to make it on your own. Sure. Otherwise, you're going to struggle. Sure. You're going to struggle big time. Sure. But are your friends' parents bashing them for living at home? I don't know. I don't, I'm saying people I know because I'm not that close to them. I just know it from a friend of mine says, oh, can you believe this and that person? They still live with right. the parents. Right. But, I don't know if they pay rent. But, I don't know any but details. But we don't know. Tomorrow they could be able to go out and get an apartment and live on their own. True. They could just be choosing and to so live at home. And so could Julia and Brendan. No. Ron and Betty are saying <laughs> they don't know how to do that. You, They're like, what? You're going to go out and live on your own? You're going to put utilities in your own name? You're going to open up a cable bill? What? You don't know how to do that. Well, and, Brandon is just two years younger than me, so. But they're like rubbing it in his face like he doesn't know how to do this. And it's like. Maybe it's not, good. Maybe he, it's good. Rub it in his face or he really spend some time and you're missing researching my point. before. You're missing my point. What's your point? It's the parent's job to raise the kid to be able to survive on their own. It, no, I don't think so. I mean, Ooh, yes. You're just, you're just supposed to all of a sudden go like, I guess no, I'll no, no, no. figure everything out on my own. No, but he should have done this. Who needs parents? Who needs parents? I'll do this all on my own. He should have done this eight years ago. Of course he should have. And they should have kind of guided him. Of course. But he should have also figured a lot of things on his own. That's how you learn. You can learn things on on your own, but you don't need to when Betty is mommying you your entire life. And that's the point is that Betty mommied him his entire life. And so he never needed to go figure out how to survive. I feel like being thrown into water and learning how to swim is the way to go. Sure, but they're not doing that. No, they're not. Even to this, even to this episode, they're going. You can't do that. There's no way you could survive on your own. Just that's stay not, here forever. That's I, exactly because stay here they forever. Won, they, they, and they said it themselves. They said, "We thought you're gonna take over the farm." Exactly. That's my point. It's like you're making fun of him and saying he's deficient in life. Well, it's your fault. He's that way. It's your fault. True. For, Babying him until well, he's twenty-eight. Well, we learned that he moved out for two months, <laughs> but he, but he was like he moved out, but he didn't pay rent. Right. So wh- where did you move, Brandon? Yeah, paid utilities. Didn't pay rent. Came back after two months. But it's like, don't make fun of him, Betty and Ron. It's like he's the way he is because of you. Mm-hmm. So you making fun of him is making fun of yourself, Ron. You should put on that Yeti to party T-shirt. No, I'm done. I'm, I'm not making fun of Ron. I'm not making fun of Ron because we know he's got connections. My parents told me if I didn't leave by the time I was like 21 and I left before that, they would have kicked me out hmm. just to learn my lesson. I wouldn't say that's the best parenting. I think it is. Approach either, but okay. It is. There's a there's, uh, there's always a happy medium. There's always an in-between. There's always the middle. I feel like the best way to learn is when you're thrown into something, even though... If you can swim for a little bit, but you're going to learn it. Let's see when we have kids. This is going to be an interesting podcast once we have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the last couple here. Nothing 
too exciting, I don't think. Nothing too earth-shattering or groundbreaking. Tiffany and Ronald. Did we even get any Ronald? No, think, no Ronald. I don't think we got any Ronald. No Ronald this episode. Sounds we, good to me. <laughs> we got <laughs> Tiffany and her mom. We got Tiffany and her mom. She's at her mom's house. It's beginning to look a lot like Was Christmas. it her mom's house? I think it was her house. I thought she was at Mother Maggie's house. I thought it was her house, but I might be wrong. Either way. It looked like her new apartment. They're together. I could tell it was winter. Tiffany only had like half her shoulder showing. It was getting <laughs> colder out, clearly, <laughs> right? And they're talking about Cuban Christmas, which sounds like a party to me. It's beers, carne asada, salsa, music. Sign Sounds me like up. Sounds like a party. Sign me up. We made some carne asada the other night. Did we? On the grill. We got it from Sprouts. Oh. It was delicious. <laughs> it was de- we also. Well, that was really yeah, good. We had some beers. No salsa music, but maybe next time. Maybe. Maybe next time. We had time. some salsa. We did have salsa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. Tiffany may miss Cuban Christmas, though, because Ronald wants them to go to South Africa for the holiday. And he wants them to go for like three months. Question. How can they afford for Tiffany to go somewhere for three months? Who's working here? Who's paying? Who's funding for this? Clearly no one. Nobody. Well, I think Tiffany is a makeup artist. I don't know if she works for like Sephora or just no, for herself. Independent contractor, I but think. So I don't I don't think she can take three months off while having to I don't even think she has enough money saved to do this. That's what I'm with saying. With two kids. Even which is herself. Like if it was her and Ronald, then we know Ronald is struggling. It's like she's gonna take three months off and go, you're gonna pay for tickets to fly there. Unless that's a few things. Yeah, unless she can make some business setups prior to mm-hmm. going to South Africa. It's like, oh, I'll be doing makeup here and there. Maybe. But I but doubt was- it. I doubt it. I think she just wants to be focusing on Ronald and the relationship. So Right. So Tiffany tells her mom, Ronald wants her and the kids to go for a few months to spend, to spend Christmas and New Year's. Mother Maggie, not happy because Christmas is family time. And now it sounds like, well, we're not going to have that. If you're over there. But Tiffany apparently told Ronald he needs to pay for half. And Ronald was not a fan of that idea. And it's like, first first he had to pay for the whole thing. And he couldn't do that. And now... Now he needs to pay for half. Half is a better deal, Ronald. Half's a better deal. My issue is like, Tiffany's explanation was, well, she's telling her mom, I've seen what people get paid in South Africa. It's not equal to what they get paid here in the States. It's like, that's what Ronald told you like three episodes ago. Mm -hmm. And you were like, no. Yes. But now you're like, well... What they get in South Africa is not equal. Well, so. she's getting softer, right? Yeah. But, but Ronald, with him making no money, wanting her to come for three months, That's doesn't not, make any sense. I think now he has like a part-time job or something, yeah. he said. But still, you're going to take... Like, I would understand maybe if he had like a normal, regular job, having a regular paycheck, maybe it would be, you know, tough 
but he could like make it. He has none of it. He can he can barely pay for half of the plane tickets. And believe me, I'm sure plane tickets to South Africa for three would be about. I'm gonna make it on the cheaper side. Two and a half, two and a half thousand dollars on the I'll cheaper go, side. Uh, I'm gonna go cheaper side. Two thousand. No, two and a half thousand because it's farther <laughs> than Europe. Okay. Okay. Either way, it's it seems like a stretch, but that's the plan because Tiffany wants to do one more try before you buy. Tiffany wants to go over there and really have a good look at their situation. Well, she should have done that a kid and a marriage ago. <sighs> You're so right, but very right. Life's not perfect. Things happen. Life's yeah, not perfect. Yeah, she made it happen. And that's why I don't feel bad for maybe her. She got, maybe she had an edible condom and she <laughs> ate it before sex and it backfired. You know, these things sure. don't come with instructions. Sure. These things don't come with instructions. Once again, unless she went to the Michelin star restaurant, <laughs> I don't think there was an edible condom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. She knows she needs to go to South Africa, buy things out, see how everything is. How is Ronald with money? How is he with the kids? And then she can make the informed decision about their yeah. future. Stephanie's mom clearly doesn't. Who's Stephanie? Tiffany. Oh, boy. It's time to wrap this podcast up. <laughs> Stefania Tiffania. Tiffany's mom clearly does not like Ronald because she was calling him a joke. We know she doesn't. She's no, never but like, liked she, like, him. Very vocally doesn't like yeah. him calling him a joke. Yeah. And I'm kind of a team mom. Yeah, I'm I'm with her. Again, Listen, there's other ways to speak to your child because as we uh, said a segment or two ago, it's like you have to come to terms with the fact yourself. If you're going to quit smoking, you need to mm-hmm. come to the terms like, I want to quit smoking. If your mom tells you, hey, you should quit smoking, you're probably not going to quit smoking. Yeah. So Mother Maggie needs to phrase her feelings in a different way so that it seems like Tiffany is coming. To these conclusions. Otherwise, Mother Maggie can say all day, well, he's a joke. I don't like him. Screw him. Well, that's her opinion. She can say whatever she, she wants. She can, but I'm saying she could also sort of plant ideas in Tiffany's head in a better way to make Tiffany go, oh, yeah, maybe he is not the best. Maybe he doesn't provide. Maybe he doesn't support. Maybe I'm he sure doesn't love. Tiffany knows that. I mean, now it's too late for anything. So all she can do is... To go to South Africa and yeah. see for herself one more time. Because yep. as she said herself, if this trip isn't working out, that's it. she's done. That's, that's it. it. That's it. And that's it for us, too. Oh, my gosh. Are we done? Let's wrap it up. Look at how you just wrapped it up. Right? Look it was good. I was thinking just, about it for like two seconds. You just wrapped it up like an eatable condom. Oh, ew. Wrap it up ew, and eat ew. it off. Now I'm going to walk. <laughs> now I'm going to walk away. That's what we're having for dinner is eatable condoms. I'm walking away. Goodbye. Don't walk away. <laughs> I, I have to clean up the house. We make a mess during this podcast and I have to clean it up. Go for it. Okay. Well, guys, guys, guys and girls, thank you for listening. This has been a fun, fun episode. This mm-hmm. has been our one year anniversary episode. A little sexual thanks to Kalani and Aswan. It was very sexual as your anniversary should be. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. 
if you want to do something nice for our anniversary, and we'll do something nice for you, we'll send you guys an edible arrangement. But if you guys want to do like something, an edible condom arrangement, an eatable, we'll send you guys an eatable, eatable, con- eatable condom arrangement. If you want to do something real nice, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Just Look down and smash that subscribe button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's hot. Smash it like it's hot on your anniversary. And then you can also follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. That's where you'll find us. That's where you can message us. It's where you can watch our Sunday Night Lives. That's the bump. And again, the greatest gift you can give someone on their anniversary if they have a podcast the greatest gift would be a review so if you haven't yet left the review now would be an awesome time to do it that would be the best time the best time to do unless you want to wait a year and do it any time is the best time guys you don't have to wait do it today do it tomorrow do it a week from today yeah just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Nike, uh, no nah, response. You don't, you don't have to do it. Only do it if you feel like we deserve it. But if you do feel like we deserve it, Apple Podcasts, a review. It means a lot to us. Thank it you. It sure does. Thank you. Thank you. This has been one year. Wow. What a year. What a year. And that sounded flippant. I Wild year. What a year. We've We've been through it. We, mm-hmm. we didn't start this podcast at the beginning of quarantine. It's June, but like we've kind of been Two months it. later, we've talked about it. I feel like we started talking about it a month prior to recording. Kind of like planning out and. But we've, guys, if you're listening, we've been through quarantine together. We sure have. Wow. And now we're kind of on the out. We're kind of out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, we all survived. We all kind of made it In a it sense, through. yeah. Look at, look at us. Look at us. 90 day. Fiance. (laughs) Crazy in love. The podcast. Getting all sentimental over here. Oh, yeah. Getting all sentimental. I mean, one year, that's a big anniversary. I feel like that's like you'll make it or you'll break it. Make it or break it. it. Make it or break it. Yeah. All right. We're going to go dust off some sex toys and we're going to celebrate. We're not. We're going to make dinner and. Being real honest with you guys right now. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. Anything else? I feel like we actually have said it all. I think I just saved it for when your mom's listening. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. We said it all then. Have we said it all? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.